friends. Hi. Welcome back to another evening of Dungeons and Dragons. We are Not Great RPG, and we are here tonight for the city of Oshwamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're into some shit, mm-hmm. but we're probably fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine, personally, but... I, um, I'm just not. Yeah, that is, you know, that's the way <laughs> just that not. it goes. Uh, it's fine. Did you set these up? Yes. Okay. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's just set up correctly. I was gonna say I have I have the red one. I got concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're good. I just uh set them up for each each one. Okay. But uh yeah. So we'll go around the table and say who we are That's and then we will get into the fun. Uh and after after we have a brief recap of some fun things. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so I am Don, Boosted Gorilla, and I play Ethier Revia, the grave domain cleric in this one. Uh I'm not Lawrence. Uh-huh. And I play Yalom Low. Uh-huh. Just make sure you unmute. All right. Well, damn. I'm Billy. Call me Buck. Uh-huh. I'm Sarah, and I'll be playing Ritora. <coughs> Hi, and I'm Yamcha, and I'll be playing Krillin. <laughs> no, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm DJ, and I'll be playing Nesgrim. Quite bloodied. <laughs> You're very bloodied. Yep. Yep. I am John, the dungeon master for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, last week when we met Deliverance of the Devoted, which we accomplished quite nicely. <laughs> Thanks for bringing her downstairs. Uh, Madeline reached out for the locket while we were still inside of the sisters' quarters um, you know, to kind of get things to where they were. You guys decided to acquiesce and follow her down to the areas where she felt she was being called to, into the chapel below. Uh, as we followed her, Yalumlo kind of baiting her in with the locket to make sure that she was still near you guys. Very well done. Uh, we approached the statue of Osador in the back of the chapel. She took the lit torch from Nesgrim, placed it into a depression in the palms of the statue of Osador, illuminating the face, illuminating cracks, separating the statue, revealing a staircase that descended down below the orphanage underneath the city of Oshwamp itself. Uh, as we followed Madeline down into the dark, uh, we went through an area where it transitioned from wrought iron bars that then disappeared into the walls of the cave itself, as though this area has been almost sunken in in a certain regard, uh, eventually trans- transitioning fully into a natural cavernous area that we followed her down a long pathway, about <clears throat> 90-ish feet in total, towards an ornately decorated stone building that had dwarvish language inscripted on the front uh, along the height of the archway of the door entering. Uh, Madeline confessed that she has seen this location inside of her visions, but has never been here before. We opened the door for her because it was too heavy for her to do it, so to assist her with her struggles, Buck and Nesgrim politely pushed open the ominous creepy creepy door, going inside of this dilapidated and ruinous cathedral. Bad idea. Yeah, inside of the antechamber, we kind of took in the sights for a little bit. Ethier casted Detect Magic, found nothing inside of the area, uh, inside of the antechamber itself. Uh, After about the ten minutes of talking to Sister Madeline, getting some catch-up ideas with her, we entered into the main area of the cathedral, stepping into, again, a ruinous area where the domed ceiling had structures broken off from it, held intact by the cavernous formations that comprised around it. Uh, We walked by a mosaic on the eastern wall that depicted a great battle of uh, dwarves and orcs, and as Sister Madeline ran her hand along the golden frame of this mosaic, uh, beneath it were written in orcish the words Oshuai Wampu, which we 
have a little bit of an assumption about without an actual sense of knowledge of what those words mean. Uh, as we walked further inside, uh, Ritora and Nesgrim decided to... It's fine. As a flame lit on the altar inside of the sanctuary, which is one of the back areas of the cathedral, uh, as the other three went over towards the steps ascending to the choir on the eastern sides of the nave of the cathedral, uh, Nesgrim and Ritora followed Madeline over to the fire because she was obsessively staring and walking at that. And it wasn't fine because, you know, fucking bad lady. <laughs> Fell from the ceiling outside of Don's Detect Magic range. Bad lady, big cold. Bad lady, big cold. Everything's <laughs> Bad lady, big teeth. Yeah, big teeth. I really, mean, technically. Bit, totally bit the fuck out of Nesgrim several times. Nesgrim oh. finally got some action. Yeah, really. <laughs> she's honestly a pretty lady. Was a pretty lady. <laughs> now she's half a pretty lady. <laughs> she's, you know, what's there is pretty. <laughs> A quarter. It would be a quarter. It's the right? insides that matter, and they're in the pool. This half, <laughs> half fell in the pool, and then that half fell <laughs> off. So it is technically a quarter of a lady, right? Yeah. We got a fourth of a lady for you now, sir. It's the best we can do. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, we tried. That's all right. I'm only a fourth of a man. <laughs> We did have the Your ultimate joke of the, uh, that, yes. the structured skeleton <laughs> that you need bones now, which was honestly probably <laughs> that, the highlight of the episode. That was very good. That, that was <laughs> truly I my had favorite stuck moment. stuck in my head uh, afterwards. I kind of you need have a structured skeleton and you need bones I think now. That was, I think that was quoted, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. If not, definitely it needs was. to be fucking quoted it, and like clipped. Was. We'll have to go back and get it. I'm sure it was. Uh, yeah, so a uh, bad lady descended from the ceiling, swooping down and biting Nesgrim as she pulled through his chainmail, getting him on the neck a couple of times. Ritora transformed into a bear. Yalumlo shot this lady in the back. Uh, Ether casted or used his channel divinity, not cast channel divinity, no thanks, Tom. Uh, used his channel divinity to make her vulnerable. Buck uh, stabbed her several times, which was very helpful. <laughs> Uh, Nesgrim knocked unconscious, uh, got healed, got knocked unconscious after running away, and she leapt over the banister, uh, tackling him and biting him again, because he was bloodied, so he was the target, uh, was then picked up and thrown into the bloody cistern at the base of the, uh, podium of the statue, uh, <laughs> attempted to be drowned, Retora heroically ran over as a white bear, not a polar bear, a white brown bear, uh, ran Harry, over... <laughs> It is a genuinely a white chocolate bear. <laughs> it's mm. a genuinely important distinction mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they have different stat blocks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As a bear, uh, grabbed Nesgrim's bloody unconscious body from the bloody cistern and pulled him out. Uh, the rest of the party did indeed continue to assault her horrifically, wounding her to the point that she felt the need to leap into the bloody reservoir on her own, bathing in blood and trying to submerge herself to hide. Uh, we stabbed the fuck out of the pool itself, Yalumlo eventually catching her, like, right near her breast. We killed that pool so good. We really did, and elevating her out of the water, suspending her just above the surface <laughs> of it, or, sorry, of the blood, just suspending her above the surface of it, like her upper torso. Uh, Buck stabbed her the fuck again, plunging right into her side once more, Ether told the dead, and she began to seize and quake against Yalumlo's sword. Splitting uh, from all of the various injuries, Madeline approached and in horror dropped the torch into the bloody reservoir and as uh, this lady fell over dead, (laughs) 
Uh, after severing <laughs> around the area of her ribcage, Yalumlo grabbed her, uh, pulling her onto the solid ground adjacent to us. Madeline, in horror, kneeled down in front of her, saying, I'm so sorry, Amber, as though she did not understand what happened to this woman, uh, despite her familiarity with her, knowing that this was not supposed to be what happened when you followed Sabrina. Uh, and as Sister Madeline said the word Sabrina, the statue of Sabrina, <laughs> right on the other side of the bloody reservoir, you guys heard, begin to rumble and quake, and small particles of rocks and dust are beginning to fall around the area near the podium. And it uh, turns out the vampire was a red herring the whole time. Yeah, oh, red she hair. Was Do you get it, Sarah? Red herring. See myself out. <laughs> also, just a reminder that we leveled up last week. I don't think everybody leveled. I didn't know we yep, leveled I'm up. I'm doing that right mm-hmm. now. Okay. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You're still dead. You wouldn't mm-hmm. know. You weren't. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You only level up if I'm you are like dead. <laughs> I'm, I am stable. You have going, to make it back to consciousness before you get your level up. I'm That's simply the rule. going into a <laughs> cocoon-like state, mm-hmm. only to emerge later as a more beautiful Nesgrim. That's right. That's <laughs> right. A slightly higher level Nesgrim. Yeah, that's how Bossamar. <laughs> that's how Bossamar works. Yeah, exactly. Bossamar spread those wings. Uh, yeah, so I mean, in terms of a description for what is going on around you, you guys are still at the back of the sanctuary of this uh, cathedral. I'm not. Uh, you had run with him over towards the fallen portion of the ceiling. Yes. Uh, so for the ones who are conscious over here, the three of you, uh, Buck, Yalumlo, and Ether, you can see as the statue begins to rumble. So it is the actual portion of the statue that is that female figure on horseback with the two swords extended and crossed over her head, flaming beautiful red hair. Uh, it looks as though the actual platform that she is on is what is shaking. Uh, so podium, platform, that is what is shaking as rocks and rubble begin to fall and that quakes and begins to move. In the areas around the podium on the lower portions, you guys can see, now that you are up close and in the area of looking at it, the same words for the names of the figures of the Sisters of Sorrow illuminating as though burned and engraved into the stone itself, etched in here. And you can see the name that you recognize as Woe is beginning to crack and break as though disappearing from the stone. Got her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So is that the only one that's cracked and broken? The rest yes. of them are there? Yes. Uh, so rocks begin to fall and descend <clears throat> onto the uh, solid stone right here at the base of the statue. A few of the rocks do begin to fall into the actual reservoir of blood itself because the statue is right up at the base of it. Uh, but yes, you can see that the name Woe begins to crack and fade and disappear from your sight. Dumb question. <laughs> Do you spell woe? W O E. Yeah. <laughs> woe. I was just seeing if you knew. Right? W O E. I'm not, not going to pretend I'm woe. I'm not going to pretend I've ever been good that at spelling. That was her name. Woe. It's Keanu Reeves. Uh huh. Despair, torment, totally livid. Woe. Uh, perhaps we should get the fuck out of here. Nesgrim yes. is almost dead. Uh, we just need to take her head. Just the head? Just the head is we fine. Do not need more than that. I don't need anything else. Uh, but perhaps we could take it and, and burn it. 
or something. You don't happen to know what the fuck she was? I do not. Uh, I have a, a guess, but uh, we should probably get the fuck out of here while this statue is cracking. Does it sound like there's anything else happening other than the statue moving? Uh, so it sounds as though the, <clears throat> the lid of the platform is beginning to scrape along the height of it as though it is beginning to separate. So again, podium, you know, ele- like the platform that is the flat area on top of it looks as though that it overextends and is now sliding off of it as though opening. Does it sound like there's any, like, people moving about? So sounds coming from inside of that area? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. you do not hear anything coming from inside of it. It just kind of like echoes, and you can hear that rocks actually fall on that, and it sounds as though they crack and fall multiple times. So you hear that, like, thud, 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 and it grows more echoing and distant from you. Uh, the three of you that are in this area, though, Buck, Yalumlo, and Ethier, please roll for perceptions. I do not have a die set. <laughs> Thanks. We gotta get you some dice. I have dice. I just never bring them down. <laughs> you have a huge bag uh, of dice. Perception, you said? Correct. 21. Okay. Mm. Uh, I rolled a 9. My passive is higher than that. <laughs> 9. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> passive for me would be like if you were going inside of a building, like no real uh, threat or jeopardy. Uh, 16. 16? Uh, okay, so Ethier, you would be the first to spot these things, but along the back wall, so uh, the, the sanctuary is banistered in, okay. and then it continues a bit further behind the area of what this podium and statue is. You can see that along the back wall, there is another mosaic. You can't really see like what it is. It's about 30-ish to 40-ish feet, so to you it would look primarily grayed out, like you can make out some base figures along the bottom. Uh, there's sure. not really enough light in that back area because there's nothing again from you guys that is now creating light in your area. Okay. Um, can I pick up one of the stones that's on the ground in front of me? Correct. Yes. Uh, cast light and throw, throw it, it in that general yeah, area. I'm not. I don't want to fucking go over there. But sure. I would like to see what's what's Absolutely. going on back there. So you lift it, cast light, and you throw it thusly into the back. Uh, as you throw it back there, you can see that the mosaic. It looks like it's an actual tapestry, as though it is painted onto a surface for this one. Okay. So, the depiction, you can see that through the straight center of it, what looks like enormous gashes in a set of three extend from the height at a diagonal towards the base, as though something has torn this mosaic asunder. For the depiction of what you can see as the light like kind of briefly illuminates it, you can see what looks like, from your familiarity, the outside perspective of the city of Oshwamp in its entirety, like its walls. You can see smoke billowing up from it as though the city is, you know, complete and constructed. But you can see that this mosaic, in kind of honorific sense, is, uh... Torn. Torn. Uh, am I able to see the wall behind it as if there's there's not like a, a doorway behind this? No, there are no okay. doors in the general area. As your rock plummets and descends to the ground, though, you can see at the back of this cathedral what looks like piles of skeletons beneath this mosaic, like about seven or eight skeletal figures that are in rusted, decrepit, and decayed like uh, armor. It looks as though it is scale mail. It looks as though they are brandishing tall, long, uh, 
like halberd-like weapons. They look like they were wielding pole arms. Okay. Uh, and their skeletal structure does not look familiar to you. I mean, <laughs> did you say skulls? As he walks away from me, I'll be like, uh, you said we were going <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps we could find out more information about what is down here if I look at their bones. I'm just going, just a few. I just need to okay. take a few. And I'm going to turn around and look across the room at where mm-hmm. uh, where Nesgrim and Ratora are and, and see if anything dragging. else is dropping from the ceiling <laughs> on them. It doesn't look like there's another figure dropping from the ceiling, but yeah, you can see the stark white figure that is, you know, pretty bloodied at this point from having dragged Nesgrim out of a reservoir of blood. And Nesgrim himself is quite covered in that blood. After being a tossed. bloody white bear carrying a, you know, six-ish foot Bloody white man. Bloody white man. <laughs> Classic date. <laughs> huh. Yeah, right. Hi. Just keep your eyes open and cover me for a moment. I think this is important. Uh, what is Sister Madeline doing? Oh, yeah, that's important, isn't it? So, Sister Madeline still has, you know, the face of Amber kind of cupped in her hands, and she is just weeping as she stares into the now cold. Well, was cold, but closed-eyed face of a woman who clearly she was quite friendly with. Uh, grab that too if you can. The <laughs> <laughs> lady, yeah, her head. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do it in front of Madeline? No, I'm my I'm bag. Stay here with Madeline while he's running away to bounce. Fantastic. Uh, so it's going you, to Bone Town. Yeah. So uh, you stand up very quickly, run around the reservoir of blood. You continue to hear the statue creaking and cracking right next to you as you rush by it. I'm being very careful to make sure that this doesn't topple on yeah, me. Yeah. Carefully uh, hurrying to these Well, because I, I can also, since I have the light, it's if it was 40 feet, I would be able to get a full coverage of the ground mm-hmm. with my, my stone. Correct. Well, so I can see if there's any. So yeah, you, you are safe in the positioning of the statue on this platform. It doesn't look as though the statue is moving. It looks exclusively like that lid is what is moving. Okay. As you hurry towards the back, you can see that adjacent to these skeletal figures are several bags intact. They look uh, a little dusty. They look like they have some small patches, kind of like sewn into them, as though they had been previous adventuring gear that might have taken some state of uh, damage or disrepair. Uh, okay. But yeah, you see, like I said, six figures, all wearing dilapidated, rusted armor okay. with halberds at their sides and skeletal structures that you do not recognize. Uh, how many bags are there? Uh, six. One for each person. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to grab... Two of the skulls. Mm-hmm. One You're arm like and shopping one arm for bones. bones. Yeah, <laughs> shopping for bones. Who's got the nicest bones? Uh, Street. Oh, uh, can I get two mm-hmm. of those skulls? And, and just uh, like a couple other various body part bones that I might use to like make into stuff at some point. Fantastic. I'm unsure so. as to body bones. You know. Yeah. I'm well, unsure as to like how strong these are in terms of. So we'll say you grab I, you'll grab yeah. a pair of femurs because these sure. look as though they are quite uh, decayed. Okay. As though they have been here. Sometime. Sure. Yeah, I'm primarily concerned with the skulls, but I don't think I can fit six <laughs> skulls in my bag, so I'll settle for two. So you collect two skulls, and we'll say two femurs. I'll be generous. I'll give you two femurs instead of like a femur and a, you know, like a humerus. <laughs> sure, sure, uh, sure. That wouldn't be very funny. It wouldn't. <laughs> Thank you. 
Aren't you unconscious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fair, fair enough. Um, I'm going to look in one of these sacks. Okay. Roll a d20. I'm going to giggle for a little bit, so I just make myself. Uh, 18 is the flat roll. Roll a percentage die. Uh, 85. 85. Very nice. Yes. You find more bones. <laughs> more bones. Wonderful. You see inside of this a small helm. It looks like it is though it is constructed out of stone. Ooh. Yeah. Looks like a granite helm. Okay. Is it literally small, like for a small creature? Uh, no. It looks like it would fit your medium humanoid head. Excellent. I thought you were going to stop at meaty. <laughs> it would fit your meaty a brain. small granite helm for your medium humanoid head. Yep. Just small compared like to the uh-huh. skulls of these individuals. Sure. Okay, so these are larger skulls. Yeah. Large. Pretty big, large skulls. Big. Large? Large. Oh, boy. Large. That's a word I used to describe my cat sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty darn big. Pretty big, mm-hmm. large. Mm-hmm. large. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna just blindly put this on. Uh, Are you sure? Very certain. <laughs> very Especially certain. Let him in. Let me in. Uh, am I able to like, judging on how I, since I searched through that, am I able to get an idea of how heavy these bags are? I assume I can't just like grab all six and like run like the Grinch. Out I mean, the one that you these bags over to some safety. The, the yeah. one that you have in your hand is about three pounds. Okay. So not not ridiculous. So you probably sure. can grab all six. Yeah, of you can ex- probably grab all six. Yeah, I'm gonna since grab you have put and, the skulls and the the okay. bones in your bag. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna grab all six and and run them back so that way we can get out of here. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, so I'll run over. Uh, I found some sacks full of things. I'm you seem very excited. The There's a lot of bones. They're very large bones, bigger than I've seen on most creatures. Uh, can I look at Buck? <laughs> Does it mm. look bigger than, <laughs> than box bones? I mean, I'm medium. I'm still medium. Yeah, it looks around the size of what you would expect box bones. Because you you said you're like Stop six eight. Stop thinking about my correct? bones. <laughs> you're like six eight or more. Right? Uh, seven four. Seven four. So yes, it looks like it would be about the size <laughs> of buck bones. Uh, delicious. Stop looking at me like that. Those might be more like you, perhaps. Oh. They are roughly the same size as I would... I, I just kind of hold up one of the skulls. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> seems... Like, can I tell if they're... I mean, uh, I don't really from have having a seen, experience. you know, dead of your kin... Yeah. Looks around <laughs> the size. Yeah, that looks about right. Yeah, I, I, again, you're not going to be able to tell definitively. And but I certainly you know, can't tell the identity the, of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve! Oh my god! There you are! It's not from any features, he just has his name stenciled into his skull. <laughs> Did that as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look to have been here for quite a long time. Can you tell how long? Uh, I'll do a, I guess, survival check? Would that be? Is that what that uh, would be? Yes. That's pretty good. Uh, 17 on the roll, plus 6. So in terms of the state of decay, uh, you would probably discern over a couple hundred years. Oh! 
Oh, okay. There's little sinew, little muscles. All right, so nobody I know. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I'm not that old. <laughs> Several hundred years at least, I, I think. Wow, I didn't know there was anybody like me up here. Yeah, I mean, past a certain point, you're, you're yeah, not going to be yeah, able it's to discern. To sure. It's just going to be like, fuck, these are, of, a, yeah, these are <laughs> of an age that I can't even tell any longer. Correct. Yeah. They Very haven't old. fossilized into stone yet, but... Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what the helmet is. Mm. Could be bones. This is good. <laughs> uh, we should <laughs> probably go. Yeah, let's uh, get we've out. We've got here. our sacks. Uh, let's go while the rumbling you is still happening. Said you needed this other skull. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Perhaps I would like to see what led her down the path of wickedness. Talk to Sister Madeline uh, before you claim the skull. Yes, of course. I don't think she would mind if we physically escort her and the skull out, though. I would imagine that is what she would. Prefer, yes, Sister Madeline? I'm sorry. What? Uh, Amber. We would like to go. We would like to take you back into the chapel. Uh, I, I, I do not know if I can leave. Uh, we have to mean? care for Amber. We will take her with us. She cannot leave. She cannot leave. Yes, yeah, she says this is her home. She said this says... Yes. Are you currently speaking <laughs> with her? Do, do you not hear? Why don't you fucking not use a gun? Jesus. Sometimes it's right on cue. <laughs> it's terrifying. Do you not hear her? <laughs> do you not hear her? No. I do not hear her. She says she is not dead. That is interesting. She certainly looks dead. Does she look dead to you? She does. I do not understand. She is not well. I would say so. (laughs) That is clear. I mean, if you're dead, you can't be unwell. I don't suppose you know what it is that afflicts her? No, I've never seen anything like this horrible place. It seems to me that Whatever happened to her may have been what you were being called down here for? No, Sabrina would never have done this to me. It does seem as though perhaps she has done this to Amber? No, something else must have happened. She must have gotten lost on her way. Sabrina would never let this happen. She is here, in the place where you were called. Yes. It must be a trick. Someone else must be doing this to make you hate Sabrina, so... Perhaps. Uh, I do believe that my friend Ethier here could tell us more about this, uh, but it may be uh, something you would not wish to see. He will require your friend's body. What would you do to her? I would not harm her. She has suffered enough. Yes. I understand, but I could perhaps give you more information on what caused this and perhaps find out who No, did she needs the doctor. Her. The doctor who helped me. He can... Who is the doctor that helped you? The doctor. She's talking about Corey. You I brought believe. me a doctor. No, I, I know. I'm okay. physically trying to <laughs> okay. get her to say it. <laughs> I, I don't want to offend her. You brought me the doctor. Yes. Corin. Yes. He can... He can save her. Uh, 
just agree to it. And then, <laughs> you know, I mean, I have some bandages, but I'm not certain that that is going Get to... Get your sit. bandages! <laughs> Why did you mention Sister Madeline, if, if she is not dead in this state, then I do not think that whatever Ethier can do could cause her any further harm. It, she will not feel any pain. I will just be able to see what led her to this moment. It will not cause her any pain. Roll for persuasion with advantage. Technically, that portion won't. It isn't a lie, but yeah. Agreed. Totally Uh, understand Persuasion 13. 13. Yes. Uh, So, as you make promises to not harm her friend, she removes her hands from her face and stands. So you can see her white night robe is now covered in blood. Because obviously she kneeled at the torso, not yeah. really thinking about what the fuck just happened. Yeah, so yeah. as she stands, she recognizes that she is in a pool of blood. And just looks down and gasps in horror and begins to turn back towards the area from which you had all entered. We cannot be down here. Yes. This place. Yes, we will. There is something wrong. We can begin making our exit. Uh, Buck, perhaps you could start walking, Sister Madeline? Sure. Come on. It was not like this when I saw it. What do you mean by that? When Sabrina showed me the cathedral, I saw it in all its glory and splendor, glittering golds. Golds? Yes. Beautiful gold. In the window? No. And she just points to, like, the railings of the the choir and a lot of the other ornamental decorations that are around here. She just begins pointing, like, chaotically, recklessly at these areas. Gold everywhere. The riches on display. All for his worship. Why would Sabrina show you such beauty to call you to a place like this? I do not know. Someone must have taken her and done this to this cathedral. Perhaps we will know more once Ether has done what he is able. Roll for perceptions, the three of you that are still here. <clears throat> One. Rip. <laughs> uh, 21. Uh, 20 with bonus. Rolling hot. So, the two of you see in the area beneath where the... So the names would be along the podium, extending around the sides, like at the middle to upper portions of it. Along the base of the podium below the statue, you can see words in Elvish begin to appear. Oh, boy. Uh, I will read what those say. Yeah, that... What he said... Oh, sweet Jesus. In the age of black earth and white bone, when grasping vines hold fast the throne, the city born of blood and stone shall constrict the blessed to atone for ancient sins of greed and malice sown. Hail the day the coronet of wrath comes home, flanked by chosen's daughters born in the catacomb, Hail the day the coronet of wrath comes home to devour the bountiful's myth of sanctuary 
Raise me first. Does it say raise? Yeah, okay. raise. <laughs> uh, raise me first, I beg ye, O blessed Mother Misery. So you see that appear along the base of the statue. And as you say the word misery, uh. the statue itself, no longer the lid, the statue begins to shake. As what though, did you do? <laughs> as though the front legs of the horse begin to separate and crack near the front of the stone where it makes its connection to the lid. Uh, we've got to... We really, really need to go. <laughs> we really uh, go. Sister Madeline, we really need to go now. I, of course. <laughs> I do not want to be here. Okay? So yeah, she just startled because, again, she does not remotely understand what's going on. You lift her up. And you all begin to... Yeah, I'm, I'm, grab, I'm grabbing the other half of her and sprinting <laughs> yeah, to the uh-huh. edge of the room. <laughs> I've already begun dragging Nesgrim up the stairs. Retora's arrow. <laughs> I don't know for Retora's uh, arrow. So as we get to this back... Before we like get to the back door, as we're reaching the door, I'm assuming that this is a threshold scenario. That if I cross this, her body's going to decay. Uh, I need you to cover me for a moment. Yes, of course. And I bend down and close my eyes and put my fingers over her eyes. Okay. And I'm going to channel my divinity. And, and I'm going to turn back and look toward feature. that statue. Mm-hmm. Is it any closer? The statue, <laughs> no, is not closer. Uh, it is far enough away from you, though, that it would be outside of the distance of your dark vision. So the extent of the chapel, or sorry, the cathedral here, was more than 120-ish feet. Mm. Uh, so... You stand here, <clears throat> kneel down, place your hands over the eyes of this young woman, uh, and you begin to once more fade away into darkness. And you see suddenly appear as though right in front of your face. In this room? Yeah. Oh, good. As though she's standing up from where she is, right in your face. Just looking with tears in her eyes. This young girl who looks like she is about 19 years old. She has the same amberish hair. It is a little longer, a little more loose curls, amber-colored eyes. She has a large, beautiful smile, big dimpled cheeks. And she is standing here right face-to-face with you. And just muttering words that you cannot make out. But if, if they want to take me... If they want to take me, I do not know what I can do. Sabrina, you must save me. Sabrina, you must help me. Sabrina, call me home. Sabrina, call me home. They are here for my blood. They are here for my life. They are here for my soul. Sabrina, call me home. I'm gonna back out. Of the- <laughs> I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Uh, take her outside, please. Take. Oh, you already took her yeah, outside. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm headed uh, out. I'm gonna pull out my dagger and stab her in the head. Ooh. So you stab right through. Uh, would you like to stab through one of the eyes, or are you trying to go through the I'm skull? I'm trying to go through, like, the forehead, like, okay. directly into the brain. Sure. So, yeah, you will say, crack right through, and you watch as your blade penetrates through that frontal portion of the skull, going in, no shaking, no movement. Yeah. You just crack right through and slide in. Mm. Mm. Like a lobotomy. Just sliding right in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First, you gotta crack through. Put my hand on it and yank it out. Okay, and you retrieve your blade. Just wipe the blood off and stand up. (laughs) 
you show up to Madeline and you've got a little more blood <laughs> right here. What'd you do? Nothing. Uh, uh, that you learned anything about what this is? Uh, she appeared to be in some sort of uh, very strange state. Uh, she was ranting about asking Sabrina to call her home and saying that someone had come for her blood. I assumed that it meant us. Uh, even though her body is not dead, it appears that her soul is somehow still alive. Would I have any inkling of what this is between the poetry and the description and seeing the way that she fought? I mean, you would have a, a, a generalized understanding of this is some kind of undead creature that has, uh, you know, in terms of like lore for what you are aware of for your homeland, you haven't really encountered things like this. Uh, Don for Ether. I would say, again, very limited sense of knowledge. You would be aware that there are historical folk tales of, like, the old shamans in your tribe who talked of horrific undead creatures like this who suck the blood of creatures in the night to transform them. Um, So DM question. Correct. uh, At level three, as a Grave Demon Cleric, I get Gentle Repose which means that something cannot become undead. This is already... I, that's what I assume. Correct. It's already undead, It affects so I can't a corpse that, that right, is correct. not undead. Okay, got yeah. it. That's what I figured. Because uh, I thought about doing that. But now that I know she's already in that state... Uh, I do not know what else I can do short of skinning her and trying to get her away from the river and banish her soul somehow, but I'm not sure that we have the time for that. Perhaps if we take our skull with us? I assume that it will decay as soon as we cross this threshold and There's perhaps... only one way to find out, and I'm going to pick it up and walk <laughs> out of the room. <laughs> okay. So you pick up the torso? I mean, yeah, we haven't separated the head. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, you pick up the torso and you step through the threshold into the antechamber, and the body stays in your hands. Okay. What do you say? Uh, I Perhaps just, you can banish her? Uh, yes, um, we should probably get upstairs. you need the skull? Yes, I do need the skull. Okay. I don't um, need the rest. I will uh, <laughs> lay the torso down and pull my sword. Okay. I assume Madeline is not in this chamber. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm already yeah, headed upstairs. Yeah, you're back into the hallway, back towards the stairs, trying to catch up to Retora in the body of Nesgrim. I'm just <laughs> going to, real quick, I'm, I'm just going to put my arm, uh, swim through, and cast Guidance. <laughs> so... As you elevate your sword, uh, Ether, you very briefly in your head hear, in Sister Amber's voice, that poem being recited. In the age of black earth and white bone, when the grasping vines... And you bring your sword down. Mm -hmm. Okay. You may make your attack roll. I will still permit, obviously, guidance should not theoretically work in this instance, but you can still roll the guidance, because you're not really attacking a thing. This is more like a generic ability check. I mean, your attack roll is an 18. So, yeah, no, you fucking just right through the neck, yeah. Do I still hear the voice? As the sword breaks through the neck, you hear in your head, as the sword breaks through, a gasp. (laughs) Ugh. Breaking up the like the recitation yeah. of the poem, and then as Yalumlo swipes his blade to separate and sever, you hear the voice begin again. Does she seem to be responding to the blade at all? No. It looks as though she is not moving. Oh God! 
Damn it. I, I reach into my bag. What the fuck is wrong? I, uh, this is a problem. Uh, she is reciting something in my head. Uh, I, I pull my stuff out and put it on the ground, and I grab her head and put it in it and ignite the flame. The city born of blood and stone. This has got to be really fast. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. the blessed to a tomb. Yeah, I light it and close, close my eyes. <laughs> we gotta get down. Oh, stick to a damn. Yeah, so... You, as you are doing this, you do not hear the conclusion of the poem. As you ignite the brazier, you hear the line for the first time in the Hail the day the coronet of wrath comes home. And you illuminate, ignite the brazier. And you guys... Well, you're the only one here. You watch as these flames and these Watching him and watching this door. Mm -hmm. Do I hear anything? Uh, from inside of the cathedral, mm-hmm. yes, you hear what sounds like the heavy creaking and cracking of stone on stone. Getting closer? Uh, it sounds as though it is quite distant and it is slow and methodical. So no, not really close, but I mean in terms of But does it sound distance. over time as though it's getting Correct. closer to me? Correct. I'm going to pay very close attention to that and Correct. jostle this man if I must. Yep. So as you ignite this, you see... Once more, this 19-year-old girl, amber hair and amber eyes, standing there looking around confused, as though she's looking up at darkness. Pardon me. I seem to have forgotten where I was going. What can you remember? What can you tell me? Amber. Well, um, Isabel told me that they were coming for me, the awakened ones. They sensed something in me. I don't know what, but she promised to hide me to keep me safe. She was like a mother to me. When did she tell you this? Isabel? Yes. Just yesterday. Uh, what, what year is it? Uh, eight... Eight thousand fifty-two. What year is it? That's, that's, that, that ain't it. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Why would you ask that? He digs through his notes in the, in the visual. Oh, fuck. Oh, mother. Why would you ask the year? Just curious. I had forgotten myself. It has been quite a day. This has. <laughs> it truly has. I'm sorry for all that you have gone through. Is there some way that I can help you? What do you mean, help me? I do not need help. Uh, what am I? What do I see around me visually? Is it just this room? You see nothing but okay. her silhouette. Oh boy. Um, you hear very faintly in the distance rushing water. Okay. Uh. In my spirit 
self? Mm-hmm. Do I have my belongings on me? Yes, you do. All right, I'm going to inception this shit. Okay. And pull my stuff out again. Okay. And put it on the ground. Okay. Uh, would you mind if we try something? What are you doing, sir? Uh, it is a ritual. I would think you... that it might guide you. Why would you? What ritual? It's... It is... Who are you? My name is Ethier. I am a spirit guide. Spirit? Yes. Why do I need a spirit guide? It's not necessarily that you need one, but I can normally sense when people need help. Then why am I here? I do not know, but I would like to help you if you would not mind lying down. Where is Isabel? She will be joining us soon, I hope. Joining us? Yes. Here? Perhaps, but perhaps not. So as she says the word here, you watch as she reaches out. Okay. And she grabs something, and you can see that she pulls something back, and her hand looks as though it's not tightly closed, as though this is a large thing Mm -hmm. in her hand. And you do not remotely see a thing in her hand. Okay. Spirit guide. Guide me. Uh, what is that? What do you mean? I I cannot see what is in your hand. You cannot see his gift? Uh, no, I am sorry, I cannot. You cannot see her blessing? I'm sorry. You cannot help me. Perhaps I can. You cannot help me. She... She is the only one who can help me. But I was able to help Madeline. Help Madeline? Yes. And I would like to help you in the same way that I helped her. How have you helped Madeline? I have made her feel more like herself again. Her visions? Yes. Does she still see her? She does. And does she call her home? She does. This is a blessed day. And you watch as whatever it is in her hands, she pulls towards her chest and gasps in front of you and falls to her knees. Uh, Lawrence, you hear quite close. Close? Correct. About, I would say, for your... What does it sound like now that it's closer? It sounds as though a set of four stamping heavy (laughs) stone-on-stone foot sounds like like fucking cracking and breaking fragments of stone. It could be a friend. Splitting it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ignite the flame. Okay. In the brazier, in your vision? In my vision, and drag Mm -hmm. her head onto it. The one that is here in this vision? Yes, correct. So as you grab it, your hands go through her ethereal form, and you cannot make physical contact with her. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I really want it. I really, really want it. I'll just, I mean, I gotta try. I'll move it over. The brazier? Yeah. Yeah, so as you pull the brazier over and you drag it, you watch as the flames of it lick through her ethereal form and seem as though they make no contact, as though she is not genuinely here. Uh, I'm going to reach out and see if I'm able to grab the thing that's that she plunged into her chest that I can't see. Okay, so you, when she fell, she would have fallen straight. Okay. So you're unaware if it is still embedded in her or if she contacted the ground if it would have been pushed out from her and fallen. Right. So I will permit you to either feel the area around her or attempt to grab under her. Um, how was she holding this object? Did it seem like a large object? It seemed like it was about yay large, because that's why I said... size? It, it did not look, <laughs> look as though she was able to have like a tight firm grip okay. it looked more yeah like a if it is a dagger it is a thick ornamental dagger where yeah, it's got a sure. wider handle um, I'm gonna try to feel under her because I don't <clears throat> think that it would have been pushed all the way through her body and like rocketed out maybe it did <laughs> but I'm gonna try <sighs> and you reach under her body so you slide through the ethereal form because again you cannot make yeah. contact with her as you slide your hand over her chest, like going this direction, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, 25. 25? Yeah. So as you grab this handle, you feel an incredible chill rake up through your hand, gliding you, gliding through you like to the bone. A horrific chill and as you grab this your hand immediately releases as though sure you can tell that there is something something not okay yeah. about what you are touching okay and your vision begins to fade okay uh so about how much time has passed since i heard it getting like being very close uh, maybe Between... another like ten seconds, fifteen seconds, because okay. that would have been as he was going. Does he look like he's coming too? It looks as though he is shaking. Yes. We have to get the fuck out of here. Uh, yes. <laughs> Does he hear it now? Yeah, I, I shove. You my hear like? Own... Yeah, I shove my stuff into my bag and run. Okay. Out you, and up the stairs. You got the head too. Yeah, that, uh, that include all yep, the stuff. Sweet. It was the head's in part it, of so... his stuff now. Yeah. It's in the inventory. Yep. It's in all right, here. let's roll. Okay. And we run out through the front door into the hallway once more. And you, uh, the, the the others here, uh, Nesgrim, so you are now conscious again. You are... <laughs> Being dragged by a bear. Yeah, you find yourself <laughs> awakened in the arms of an angel. He a was white, awake when she turned into a bear, A white right? bear-shaped bear angel. <laughs> I think I was conscious when she in turned into a bear. In the mouth of a bear. Yes. Yeah, so you all are back inside of the chapel. So you are on ground floor. You come to still in Retora's bare arms or mouth, whichever it is you would prefer to carry. I think him. I would prefer to be like all fours bare. So okay. Probably <laughs> on your back or still in your mouth, <laughs> nose to nose, <laughs> just staring down at me on the you ground. You know how like a mother kitten picks up. Yeah, like, by like the scruff. Yeah, yeah you got Nesgrim by a scruff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you are carrying Sister Madeline Buck, and the yep. four of you then arrive back inside of the chapel, and Nesgrim, you begin to shake and come to. Do they hear the thing? No. 
Okay, so I don't. You hear, hear the nothing thing. from below. And I'm coming to to the ground, swinging below me. So he's still carried. grievously Correct. injured, right? Correct. Okay, I'm gonna cast cure wounds on him. Okay. Thank so you. Yeah, roll your d8 and uh, roll your burnout die. The twelve, right? Correct. Uh, well, <laughs> you healed for. Oh, do I have my proficiency to it? Uh, for cure wounds? No, you it's do? just okay. your wisdom modifier. So three. Very good. <laughs> Better than nothing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, well, what happened? Uh, Retor is a bear and cannot communicate. Yeah. So, uh, you're, you're here with Buck uh, and Madeline. We, uh, well, you hear me talking to you. We were fighting, uh, this thing. You remember it, like, ripped you apart? I, uh, I remember getting bit in the neck. Yeah. Yeah, well, we killed it. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's all dead now. So, don't have to worry about that anymore. Great. Um, but there's something else down there. I, yeah, so we ran. Also, I cannot see what's carrying me, right? Um, if you are by the scruff, no, you would see the ground and below you. I'm just you. walking beside I you. I mean, like, you would see, like, blah, blah, blah. Bloody, um, furry, white. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as you're swinging, I suppose you would kind of see glimpses of white, you know, blood-stained fur. You, uh, you can put me down now. Drop him. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> Thank you. How much fall damage does it take? <laughs> <laughs> Three. <laughs> I yeah. rolled a d4 and it was four. <laughs> so, yeah. Once again, unconscious. You, you are just kind of like <laughs> laying here uh, on the ground of the chapel. And you can see, you know, as you look up, you see the white, large bear form of uh, your friend Retora and Buck standing here and Sister Madeline just kind of staring at the, the shattered window I'm of just, the chapel. This is probably a good time to conclude my wild shape. Probably. I'm going to do that. Oh. Uh-huh. Thank you, Retor. Am I still covered in blood? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I am probably going to just collapse onto the ground then. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, just... you just kind of like fall to your knees, I assume, just kind of exhausted and overwhelmed yeah. by what's going on. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you, Retora. You're welcome. Don't do that again, please. <laughs> I will do my best to not die. I promise. <laughs> Cast cure wounds on my script. Very good. Oh, hell roll yeah. Your, roll your burnout die. Roll your uh, Thank healing you, emoji. Gotta, gotta save Nesker. It's been the theme of the campaign so far. It really has. <laughs> First combat went down. Second combat went down. Yep. The there. city of safe Nesker. Yep. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've also there are down no Nesgrims in Oshawa. <laughs> People say there are no Nesgrims in Oshawa. <laughs> uh, burnout die is six, so I'm good. And then good. you heal for. Uh, nine points. Hell yeah, thank you. All right. So I think Show you're at, what are you at, like, the max you can be right now? I am at 13. Uh, your max hit points are 10. So you're at the because max you can be right you, now. Your, your max right. were 22. And, uh, so he's you had still not looking t- great. I mean, yeah, he still looks definitively injured. He looks, st- like, still bloodied. Uh, it also looks like fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, now the effect that lowered my health, mm-hmm. my max health, that was necrotic damage. So it's not a disease, right? That's like a um... correct. It is not a disease. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the three of you are standing here with Sister Madeline in the chapel. I'm gonna lay on the floor. Should we uh, seek out Corin? That might be a good. Are idea. you asking me? DJ, no, DJ looked at me and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. DJ's like, is that an option? John, can I do that? What the fuck? I could have done that the whole time. <laughs> Am I allowed to live? <laughs> Tell me, God, can I? Apparently, I cannot. 
Um, yeah, I suppose going to see Corrin's a good idea. I feel weak. I'd like to get that looked at. Yeah. Uh, you want to wait until the, the others come up, or just head out now? I'm sure they'll be back soon. Um, Retorta, do you need a ride? You know, pick me up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and return the favor, huh? Yeah, exactly, except with a hand instead of a bear mouth. Okay. Yeah, so you lift up Ritora. You know, just kind of back awkwardly to your feet, just <laughs> slightly dangling off of the ground, like, I don't actually know how I feel about you this. You can struggle like, against this, you well, know. This, I mean, <laughs> this is the second time this has happened to me today. Because mm-hmm. Corin did the same thing to me mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you were a rat. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Good I times. What that. fond memories. <laughs> yeah, what was that, like, 13 hours ago? Yeah. <laughs> got stomped. Stomped into the course. fucking ground. Okay, so I mean, is there anything you guys would like to be doing, or would you like to simply wait for your friends to return? How's um, Madeline look? Shaken. Not remotely injured, but, you know, emotionally distraught. She looks drained. Shaken. She is <laughs> she is standing there, staring at the shattered frame where the um, stained glass window of Sabrina once was, looking out into the snow. Madeline, do you want to go find Corin with us, or do you want to go get some rest? You're looking a little worse for wear. I think it would be best if I slept. Yeah, agreed. Thank you. Do you want an escort? I think I should be all right. Mm. I know the way to my bed. Okay. Okay. Thank you all. Uh, You're welcome. Uh, If there's anything else you need, find us. All right. I... Shall. Thank you. And she begins walking towards the doors of the chapel. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everyone. What time? Is it nighttime? Yeah, it's nighttime. Okay. Mm-hmm. At, um, I think it might be best if we go see Corn in the morning and sleep for tonight. I'm sure the sisters won't mind if we do. He's a vampire. Shouldn't we see him at night? Oh, I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, let's go see Corn when Ether and the Alumlo return. Then wait for them to. Why are they taking so long? So another like minute or two passes um, by, and you hear fuck, 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 fuck. fuck, fuck. <laughs> Guys, run, run. As as you know, the uh, steps. Oh, it disconnected. Oh. No, uh, he. I think they hit a three. No, oh. here you gotta give me it. it oh, yeah, it's lit up now. Ten seconds, right? Yeah, because that's currently your microphone. Uh, yeah. So I mean, while you guys are fixing fixing the microphone, you hear two sets of footsteps. You know, on the the wrought iron steps ascending back up into the chapel. Is there a railing I can look over to see who's coming up? Oh, uh, yeah, as you would step over towards it and look down, you see the familiar faces of Ether and Yalumlo rushing up towards you. Hi, friends. Yo, you okay? Uh, there's a fucking monster in the basement. Do we really need to go? Oh! What, um, what do you mean? There's a monster in the basement. I don't know what we really took, more we took explanation care. is needed. An- I think it might have been the statue. <laughs> the horse? 
maybe yes, the, well, whole, the whole thing. Aether may have read some sort of incantation. It's you did what? not a problem. Not well, let's not get bogged down. I was not, there was do also we, a, the, the, do we, we know how to close this statue? Yeah, we removed the torch from the hands. And okay, yes, can we... Does yeah. that, is that can we, we shuffle work? them out of the way? No, no, it's reversible yet. Let's where go. Is, where is Sister Madeline? Upstairs, she went to bed. You let her walk off covered in blood. She probably you let her walk off covered in blood. <laughs> she probably needs to be cleaned. Have you not thought of the children? Why did we let them leave without us? <laughs> I, I just woke up. I don't know why Sister Madeline was covered in blood, but mm-hmm. she seemed fine. For the same reason that you are. Oh shit! I am covered in blood. <laughs> why am I covered in blood? Do you not? Do you not remember fighting the fucking? He scary was unconscious thing? when he got thrown into the pool. I of remember blood. Uh, uh, my neck getting. Blood. Bit and that was oh boy yeah that was a nasty one that you, you so, went for a gonna, small swim I'm gonna reach up and and look at his neck uh yeah so I mean you can see the puncture marks as though it's just a pair as though she bit into the same spot multiple times you can see that there's just like a, a stain of kind of um like black looking tinge as though the the wound is festering slightly not we, as though it's spreading or anything we but, should get to Corin but, you, you know feeling all right. I feel very weak. Um, very weak. Look a little weak. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you still holding me up? Yes, okay. I am indeed. Mm-hmm. But I feel so weak. Yeah. I'm so weak. high enough that you're not supporting your own weight. I'm just like, but not so high that your feet aren't touching the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like levitating. Yeah, I'm just dragging. Sort of. <laughs> uh, yes, let's close this thing and lock the whatever's coming in. Yes, that that seems wise. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. On delay. All right, can we go fish this torch out of here? Yeah, so you reach up and you... So as it would have parted, it would have stayed in one hand, because, again, the palms were cupped mm-hmm. one and over the other. And recessed, so it's just fire sitting in the end of this hand. Correct. So And it's still lit. Correct. So you elevate <laughs> and <laughs> kiss the torch out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you elevate the torch out, and you watch as the palms begin to return together first. I'm going to keep an eye on the opening and make sure there's not a bran in it. A little boy? A little boy. <laughs> a little boy. Ooh. Just make sure he's not there. Roll for perception. Some... A little baby grim boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nina oh. said this was a good hiding That's spot. Funny. Hell yeah. Dita said this was a good Is idea. Is he there? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't actually do that to you. I mean, if I rolled high enough to get him out of it, I think, if Correct. he was. But uh, so just, you, oh, <laughs> you do not see oh. anything, but you hear echoing in the halls below heavy thudding footsteps and what sounds like a very beautiful, feminine, high-pitched voice that I can't remotely do, singing as the stops kind of, like, intercede. So you hear a footstep, and then what sounds like a verse, and then a footstep, and you hear, you were not there for it, but you hear, in the age of black earth and white bone, when grasping vines hold fast the throne. And you watch as the statue meets, and you do not hear the voice any longer. So that doesn't exist as far as anyone is concerned. Uh, we never speak of this we again. Ne- we can I, don't, I don't think I can never forget talk this. About this. I mean, we can talk about it as a group, 
because there's some things that probably need to be discussed. Probably should not mention it to the sisters. No. Uh, they don't need to know about the monster that is in the basement. What if it gets out? We should wait We've closed here. the door. We should wait. <laughs> <laughs> it can't open a door. We should wait He's here. He's got the key. For We're some fine. time. Sister Madeline is covered that. in blood. And so is Nesgrim. A game. You are carrying a lot more bones than when we came in. They're You're like, like clacking. They're walking. We were just What the hell are in those bags? Bones, blood. I sounds like a hunt. Also, to me. if they decide to search you, you literally have a head. That's. I, I've it's had not even a skull. I think that's it's a honestly. I think that's I've had worse. <laughs> it is not a problem. This Regards, is better than the head. I, just, I don't know alive. that this statue is going to hold back, whatever that is. So we should wait here and. No, no. Sure. you should not yes, wait here. Sleep I'll get up. <laughs> I'll be uh, fine. <laughs> Alright, I guess I'm gonna go to bed then. <laughs> I lay down to go to sleep. On the ground. Oh, just talking on one of the pews. I just lay down to go to sleep while still holding Retorian. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wake me when the monster's here. He's asleep in church, isn't that the sin? <laughs> I would not know. Mm-hmm. It's a sin. Have I? <laughs> <Discursed. laughs> Have you? Have there? Are there any like? Uh, I guess we saw we saw a donkey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna say like, have we seen any pack animals? Yes, yeah, so you've seen pack animals. Okay. That's. Do you have one? No. Are they expensive? Very. <laughs> I am a druid. <laughs> you are a druid. You have seen a pack animal. Okay. You're all standing here in the chapel. Um, I think we should get to corn. Okay, yeah, let's go to Corrin. Not only do I think he needs help, I guess I'm pointing up at at his head. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think perhaps he needs help. (laughs) But probably. I I think he might be one of the few people who might be able to make some sense of this. He he knew Amber, at least. We should probably check on Sister Madeline first, uh, but we have to be quick. It is getting dark. She seemed... I mean, do you want to let a crazy woman covered in blood roam through the halls at night? She didn't seem crazy. Nesgrim seemed to think that was okay. Well, I don't speak for Nesgrim. (laughs) Clearly. For a while there, even Nesgrim didn't speak. (laughs) Hi, I'm Nesgrim. What's your name? (laughs) Hi. Hi, I'm Nesgrim. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, um, I'm going to look outside. How dark is it? Like, roughly, can we get a sense of time? Uh, it looks like it's actual evening, so past twilight, no real, you know, natural light. Uh, is it snowing? Since there's a broken window? No. Correct. I believe I had told you that you it told her the weather, but the I don't weather I believe it picks up again later this night. It was not. It was so it still clear until later in the evening. There. I think. I. I think midnight. I'm going to say, I have. I do not remember. So you could say literally anything, and I'll be like, "Yes, you're right." That's it's clear skies. Yeah. <laughs> run. <laughs> run, 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 run. Ah! <laughs> if we're going to go, we need to go now. Yes. Do you think it would be best if we got out of here? I would uh, agree. We can hope for the best. I do not think that we could stop whatever that is. And I think we would be hard-pressed to convince all of the sisters of what we have seen. I would agree. Before whatever that is makes it 
up here? Do we hear it? You do not. Hello. So again, Hello. you were 120 <laughs> feet down, but I will say you do not hear anything. Okay. I mean, I was able to hear it, and then it stopped. Um, you heard it while the statue itself yeah. was still open, was, and you do not hear it as it closed. Was the passageway, from what I could tell, fitting physical? For that not in height. statue of a horse with the woman on top of it to make it up? No, not in height. I It was, like, around five to six feet wide and only about eight feet high. So, like, even for Buck, it was... Only about Pushing six, it. eight inches, yes. Oh, slouching. You know, yeah. fair space sure. for what you saw of that statue, you would assume no, it is not sufficient height. At least height. not the horse. Correct. Is the woman a normal-sized woman? Or... Yes, normal-sized okay. woman. So, potentially was... an actual woman, but not necessarily. Correct. Sized enough to be a human. Correct. If dismounted, yes. <laughs> so you're all standing here in the chapel? Where are we going? Um, Ithir, uh, yes. I do not suppose that you remember the, uh, the thing that you read before the statue started moving? Uh, I mean, I have it physically written on paper. Would I have remembered? Because it was written on a wall, yeah. and he read it. Yeah. I mean, she was repeating it in his head. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> I would, I mean, I would say you recollect it, Okay. Yes. Uh, do yes, you have I some way to take it. that down? Uh, or do you think that you will remember? Yes, I, I can. I, I pull out a scrap of paper from my notebook and jot this down. Very good. And now that is part of your notebook. <laughs> and now it exists. <laughs> Bam. It exists. He wrote it just like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Very, very handy. You even wrote it in verse. <laughs> Did you write this? You've really got yeah, a good that's impressive. You know, feel for it's syllables. Actually not the poem, the physical months. handwriting. I know. I took that's several I... Min- minutes of concentration. Truly. <laughs> Days. Oh, wow. Pretty much. Every day. Right? Yeah. It's legible. I'm yeah. getting somewhere, friends. The lines right. are straight and everything? Do you kind need, like, of. a ruler? No. <laughs> I used my greatest eyes. <laughs> I am Those impressed. Those are eyes. extra eyes. All right, oh, well, no. <laughs> I suppose... Now is as good a time as any. To uh, leave, yes, I leave, would say yes. we need to go now. The broken window. Mm-hmm. How far off the ground is the broken window? Uh, in terms of the lower portion of the mm-hmm. frame, mm-hmm. maybe like three feet. You'd be okay. able to step out fine because you would be mm-hmm. stepping mm-hmm. into an area where it's about eight to ten inches worth of snow. So you would step down in, but you would be fine to walk out. Perhaps if we are going to leave, uh, as messy as we are, from our encounter in the basement, perhaps uh, this is as good a, an exit as any. Someone does need to lock the chapel door. Uh, we don't want to leave that unlocked. At least one of us has to go out of the main Okay, which entrance. one of us is the cleanest? Probably I'll, me. I'll just step out yeah, through the window and start picking up yeah. snow and using it to wipe, wipe off yourself? blood from places. Just does he just look like he's wet and bloody now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the blood is like slightly dry, but I would say you're getting some of it off. I'll I'll go around and... If you can lock the door and exit through the front, we mm-hmm. can meet you around front. I'll have to get one of the sisters to lock it behind me. Mm-hmm. I'll start walking to the front door then. Okay. Yes, I do not really want to go out there with a bag full of bones and skulls. Out where? They in, might hear it, in, uh, so I in, will be going into out the window. The orphanage. Okay, yes, I, I, can, I can do that. Uh, does somebody want to go with her? Sure. 
Sure. So Are Buck you? and Retoro walk through the front doors of the chapel, mm-hmm. back into the hallway. Climb out this window. And the three of you, well, the two of you, yeah. join Nesgrim outside. Yeah. Lock the chapel door. I'm going to make, make sure that sure there are secure. any, mm-hmm. if there's any shards of glass in the way, I'm going to, like, knock them out of the way with the hilt of my sword before okay. I step through. You guys are good. Knock it out with a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Take out the fucking the skull. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> Let's me just clean this. this Swing window. the head around by the hair. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Retora and Buck, as you two step out into the hallway, you can see that because it's nighttime, you do not really see anyone in the hallway. You can hear voices in the distance as though they would be in the area of the cafeteria. I will go that way. Okay. So, the two of you walk together over towards the cafeteria. As you hit that threshold where you can see the door into the cafeteria, you see that standing there is Sister Meredith. Have I met Sister Meredith? You have not. You've uh, seen her. Yeah, not officially. You have not spoken to her, but you see the woman that you mm-hmm. recollect is her. Is there anyone else? Another sister? You, uh, you can see that there is still Sister Alicia into like the area where the cafeteria okay, is, who, the inner side of the kitchen. Someone who knows who I am. Correct. Okay. Um, you can see that she is serving a line of children their dinners. Mm. Alicia is, or... Alicia Meredith? is. Okay. Meredith is standing here, kind mm-hmm. of like, back against the wall, overlooking the children okay. as they are in the cafeteria sitting down. I'll approach Sister Meredith. Okay. Um, excuse me, Sister. Oh, um... Re- hello? Retora, I don't think we've... I don't think we've met, officially. No. Um... Pleasure to meet you, though. We have to leave now. I was hoping you would lock the door behind me. Um, well, of course. I didn't want to leave it. Well, thank you. Unopen, un- unlocked. Of course. Uh, thank you. Uh, after you, dear. Yeah. Head towards the door. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she. I will grab my my pass, clutch my pass. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm still pickpockets. Yeah, I'm, I'm still. Thank you, dear. <laughs> Quite I mean, nice this is, to meet this you. This is just a general. Like I haven't checked in a while to make mm-hmm. sure it's still there. So I'm going to check to make sure it's still there. Okay. Yeah. Then, so you're good. Your yeah. pass is still there. She nice. leads you over towards the area, um, towards the front door. She lifts the bar and opens the door and you can see your three friends standing out here in the snowy ground but in clear skies in the night. I'm not facing the door covered in blood. Okay. Just wave a bone. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) It is me, your friendly bone man! I'm like a French person but I have a bone instead of a baguette. (laughs) So, um, I suppose I won't be seeing you again but, uh, it was lovely to meet you, dear. You said your name was Retora? Can I? I don't like that sentence. Can I insight check that? Sure. That sentence. I don't. I don't like that sentence. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. My insight's not super great, so this I didn't is probably not. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Uh, 11. 11? Uh, so, I mean, it doesn't sound with uh, a sense of malice okay. or threat. It more just sounds as though she You're is... You're leaving now. Goodbye. Yeah, like, a, hey, I don't really know you. Mm-hmm. A kind of, like, disconnected apathy of disinterest. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't convey remotely that she cares that you came over to her mm-hmm. or cares that you're in the chapel. It's just, all right, you're leaving, goodbye. Mm-hmm. So, 
just doing doing a thing. We have we have no. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank yes. you. Um, take care. She pulls the door shut, mm-hmm. and you hear the latch, the bar kind of clank down into place. You're all standing out here right. outside of the orphanage. Okay. We gotta go. That's... Okay. Let's uh, let's get to Corin, because I don't know how long I'm gonna make it. That's a grim assessment, but probably true. A nice and grim assessment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Beat you to it. <laughs> What's funny is everyone in the room so at bad. the same time was like, DJ and I made eye contact. So whoever, was, whoever was able to speak the fastest was the one getting that one. Vox just like, fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, yeah, so let's go to Corin. Okay. We are walking uh, to Corin. Based on the time of day, would I estimate that we would be able to make it out of Slums North before it's, like, actually night? Uh, I mean, it's about a 30-minute walk from Madeline's to the edge, so, I mean, possibly it would be close. But it's... We'd be near the gate. Correct. <clears throat> yeah, you'll you'll still be able to pass like usual, but, I mean... Right. Does uh, Nesgrim look like he's less bloody after rubbing snow on him? Uh, in terms of his clothing, yeah, but I mean, in, in general, fatigue perception sure. of him, yeah, he still looks pretty fucking out of it. Strained, sure, right. well, I guess I'm gonna, you can say. I guess I'm going to use the Nesgrim technique and start rubbing blood off of anything that I have blood on. Yeah, same. Very good. So yeah, you guys are standing here wiping snow all yourselves, cleaning yourself slightly of the blood that is on you. Man, press the digitation would be so helpful for I know, right? Sadly, we do not have anyone who knows the spell. Roll for perceptions, everyone. <laughs> Black cloaks. Seventeen. Okay. Twelve. Fourteen. Fourteen. Twelve. Perception. Correct. Oh, sorry. Thirteen. 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 That's a five. Um, that's a five. No, it's a fifteen. Yeah. But it's a. It's when John a, tells you earlier in the evening no, that no, he no, makes you roll when there's potential 21. for danger, and then he makes you roll. <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm very on edge. Very good. Uh, Am I even more on edge now? Uh, so, in the area right near the orphanage, if you all recall, south of you, about a hundred or so feet, there is another burnt home that is a wreckage right near here. You can see amidst this wreckage, along like the, the standing pillared wooden frames, you see what looks like a woman walking in the snow in a white gown. Is it a white gown covered in blood? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a white gown covered like in Sister blood? Sister Madeline. <laughs> uh, would probably discern that this looks quite similar to Sister Madeline. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> Nesgrim, what run, have you done? Run towards her. We all let her go. <sighs> I was not there. No, we all let her oh, go. Yes, <laughs> but you guys are only blaming Nesgrim. It's great. I, just, I, was, I point one of the femurs at you. You are all to blame. <laughs> For this, I was very I tired. Mean, I had just woken up from my um, heart nap. Yeah. Yeah. Your heart nap. Uh, well, if she is out here, perhaps we uh, take her with us to see Corin. How far away is she? About 100 to 120 ish feet. You can see that it looks like she is walking barefoot. She's so, like, as she's meandering she's about in the snow. Yeah, she's oh, literally Jesus. walking in like a circle, looking <clears throat> around the area. 
as though she's searching for something and cannot find it. I'm gonna run towards her. Yeah, so we up on hurry her. through the snow. Mm-hmm. So as you're hurrying towards her, you hear her singing in a very soft tune. No. In the age of black earth and white bone. That music change. <laughs> and you guys get about oh, 20 nice. feet away, and in your hurry, she hears the shifting of snow. Obviously, a few of you are in heavier armor, so like she hears the thud, she hears possibly the clacking of bones. It's like, ding, 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 Hurries over quiet. towards you. You're probably pretty quiet, yeah, but I mean, she just kind of pauses and. Sister you know, Madeline. With... Oh, friends. It's awfully cold to be out here in just your nightgown. You did not even put on shoes. I'm sorry. What brings you out at this hour? You said you were going to go to bed. I do need to rest. And she just oh, looks down at her not feet. That means it. She did say I need to rest, not I need to go to bed. She said I know how to find my room too. Oh. <laughs> she did. <laughs> what is it that you are looking for, Sister Madeline? Entrance. The entrance to my new room. Your new oh, room. Fuck. And why do you believe that it is here? I... I hear her... stomping in the night. Oh, Jesus. And you believe that she would call you out into the snow? Oh, yes, it is my home. Are you not cold? I'm... Does I'm... she appear to be cold? She's shaking. Like, she looks pale, like, yeah. gaunt and shaking, like her breath is a puff of smoke in front of her. All right, I'm gonna give her my jacket. I'm gonna, like, lay it over her shoulders. Thank you. It's like a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my, you could effectively just go like that and have me in a cocoon. Sister Madeline. And then pick if I have to, yeah. Run. <laughs> yes, Do you believe that Sister Sabrina would bring you out here where you could be harmed if she had your best interest in mind? This is not Sabrina's home. No, but you said that she is calling you to your new room? Not not Sabrina. Who's, whose home is it? My my sister's. Carolyn. And who else? <laughs> who else? Who else? I am to be her partner. Whose partner? Carolyn. Is that who is calling you out here? I hear her. You I do not happen to know whose home this used to be? No. No. I... She says this is where she was. You hear? This is... uh, yes. You do not this... happen to recall which name Corin assigned to this home? Uh, that's me. Look into my mind for a moment. <laughs> yes, dig through the mind. Oh my fucking god! Name, name, uh, give the me one a name. D- directly Go on, in just front. outside uh, of the orphanage. Home by the orphanage. Okay, uh, grief. Yes. Grief. Yes. Um, Caroline. Sister Madeline, perhaps you would like to come with us for a warm meal. I'm, as I I'm throw all of my things on the ground. Um, How about for some tea? Oh, tea sounds lovely. Yes, it does. Uh, I know where we can get some. 
You found the tea? Yes, the same that Desiel made. <laughs> no, no, we can't bring her there. Why not? We can't do that. She's going to take She's a gonna fucking eat the swim dirt. into the dirt. <laughs> She's going to eat the dirt. Where is this tea? We <laughs> can't take her there because he's going to eat the dirt. <laughs> yes, well, in order to bring you to the tea, we will have to leave this place. Do you have a pass, perhaps? Pass? Yes. yes. She's, she's I mean, a sister. I'm sure she can... I, they mm. are pretty strict about who goes through the gates. Through the gates? Are we leaving the city? Not the city. Just, just slums north. Oh. I... I do not want to... do not want to disappoint Carolyn. What does Carolyn want from you? To join her in service. In death there is sacrifice. In life there is service. It is my calling as a sister. I thought your calling was to watch over the children. I will be. As a... If you stay out in the cold much longer, I do not know that you will be watching over any children. It is awfully dangerous. We are all her children. Blessed Mother. Okay. What is the song that you were singing before? Where did you learn it? What do you mean, song? You were singing a song when we approached. Oh, that is no song. It sounded like a song. You had been singing. Was I? Oh. Forgive me. Um. I have not felt like myself. It must be the cold. Yes, perhaps if you would like to come with us... We will get you somewhere warm, and then we can discuss how we can help you. Go home. Very well. I would like that. How your fear can help her go home. (laughs) Good Mm. night. Good night. (laughs) So you reach forward and grab the hand of Sister Madeline? Yes. Okay. And as you do, you know, cold to the touch. Cold as in cold, or cold as in not alive. Cold as in cold. Okay, great. <laughs> Just wanted to, cold you know. Cold as she's been walking around in the tundra with no shoes on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She still looks as though she's shivering. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, as we start walking, I'll walk in front. You're not the tank right now. (laughs) I am am low on health, high on AC. (laughs) High on hope. High high on life. At this this hour, um, do I think that we could make it to Clark before he closes? Yes. Clark is one of the only shops in Slums North that stays open late. Okay. That's a terrifying one. Excuse me. Keska? <laughs> Perhaps it would be wise to stop by the pawn man to at least get Madeline some shoes. Ah, uh, yes. That Probably smart. Yes, we will uh, have to good be idea. swift. Yes. I do not suppose that one of you gentlemen could carry her. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, How deep up. is the snow? Like I said, about a foot and a half. Like 14 to 18 inches, inches approximately. 
so we'll say we'll say Buck picks you up. Yes. Um. What are you thinking? Have I ever seen an ox before? Yes. I'm gonna turn into an ox. Very good. I'm an ox now. Very good. <laughs> what color are you? I just want everyone to appreciate that. <laughs> is your name Vinny? Yeah, right. My name is Ritora. <laughs> I was just picturing... You can't say that when you're an ox. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just, just going to... I was I'm trying to think of, uh, of ways that I could make shoes for her out of what I have, and the only thing I've got Bones. is if I just... <laughs> no, it would just be... The skull. skulls. Why would you just skulls? But that won't actually help Here, with put more. your foot into Amber's mouth. <laughs> they're uh, like clogs, I guess. Yeah, as Aztec for the best. Yeah, they're Aztec yeah, clogs. They're yeah. really not good for cold protection, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You, you know. don't know. All right, so I'm an ox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an ox. Are you yes, putting yeah. Madeline on the ox? I uh, mean, that's up to them. I can't do anything as an ox. I think it's as pretty... an ox. What are you going for here? <laughs> I think perhaps that she wants you to let her carry the burden. Okay. I'd be able to carry two people. Are you a toxie? Uh, not a Nesgrim. Not a Nesgrim. You would be able to carry an Ethier or a Yalumlo. Not a Buck either. Yeah, no. I'm too heavy. I'm covered in plate <laughs> armor. You know, I, I am considered huge. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you like to uh, either I'm, of you to get yeah, on the ox with Sister Madeline? I'm gonna walk. I'm good. I got a lot of yeah, fun on my feet and stuff. Okay. So I'm assuming you guys will stand in effectively a flanking position mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. around her. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a white ox. Very good. Uh, as okay. we're walking, I'm gonna just <laughs> whistle for for Malo. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I mean, after about a moment or so of you whistling, you hear the similar squawking as Malo flies over towards you. Cool. I'm just gonna put out my arm for her to land on it. Yeah, she lands. Just kind of put her to my shoulder and continue walking. Very good. So, we're walking over towards the pawn man. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. As we're walking, can I divine sense? Make sure Sister Madeline's doing okay? Go right ahead. Okay, undead. (laughs) (laughs) So, Celestial, Undead, and Fiend. Fiend. You do not detect any of the... uh, It's 30 feet? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet. (laughs) Uh, You do not detect any of those things within 60 feet as you are walking towards the uh, Pawn Man. Okay, what if I'm staying still? You do not detect anything. (laughs) (laughs) What if he turns around and looks at that house? (laughs) (laughs) Carolyn! (laughs) I do that then to be safe? Uh, It does not go through certain things, so no, you do not detect things. (laughs) I'll say that. Uh, In terms of like distances that it will go through dirt, stone, or uh, wood. Is yeah. this similar to radar in that if you don't get any result, it's similar to, like, um, the absence of a result isn't necessarily... Uh, the result of absence? No, I'm trying to think of the way to explain it. Like, no, 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 like I would you tell that you can't for. go through the ground? Correct. Like, is the absence of it... Does that stand out? Correct. The absence of anything? Yes. You cool. are aware that there is nothing that you can sense. Okay, and is that odd or is that nor- like, or is it even? I mean, it's been normal for you so far. Like, okay. realistically, you have not detected many things like that so far in your experiences. Right, yeah, okay. Mm hmm. So we head over towards the pawn man. 
Okay, so yes. Madeline is on the ox. She is still wrapped in Buck's coat to mm-hmm. the point that we cannot see her bloody nightgown. Correct. <laughs> she is obscured from vision from Thank the outside. Thank door. Thank <laughs> <laughs> him. Uh, yeah, so you guys lead the ox retort <laughs> over towards the pawn man. So you guys pass the gallows. No real activity. Uh, as you guys are walking, you do see that there are very few people out on the streets at this time of night. Uh, do they so, think it's unusual that we have a giant white ox? Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys definitely stand out to the average person walking by, even to, like, the couple of guards. You guys do walk past three different guards. Uh, none of them really come over to you to communicate to you. They're just kind of minding their own business. Are any of them guards <laughs> that we recognize? Are any of them people who have cut us in half in past lives? <laughs> we know so far Faith and Christian. Uh, no, those are not part of the Night Guard. Uh, trying to think of which one Don would know. Oh, yeah, it says Morning Guards right here. Mm-hmm. I did write that. Uh, okay, so Don, you... You recognize one. Okay. Very tall man. Like 6'5 or taller. Bald. Has a short chestnut beard. And he has tattoos on his cheeks right below his eyes of X's. Oh. (laughs) Are they... Those tattoos mean something. I can't. The other one was an O on the forehead. Right, I remember playing tic tac toe. That one was a symbol for the orphanage. Yes, these are the guys who won the tic tac toe game. Um, <laughs> for for clarity, I have definitely walked in and out of the gates carrying visibly bones. Uh, yes. Okay. So essentially, I'm going to try to be carrying one of my bones so that way they're not paying attention to the unconscious figure or the very bloody figure of Sister Madeline. Well, she's covered she's obscured by the coat. Okay, sure. She's wearing a coat. Mm-hmm. Just so that way they're not, you know, or mm-hmm. the big ox that we have. Is it mm-hmm. that weird to have an ox? No, it's not that strange it's to a, have a pack animal. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to make sure that they're not going to be like, uh-oh. I mean, no. white okay. ox, but like... Yeah, I, probably... I mean, they might be, you know, but again, you know, snow mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what white is this creatures? Mason. Okay, so I'm just going to be walking uh, with one of the femurs out and uh, and just walk up. Uh, Good evening, Mason. Uh, all right. How are you tonight? Quiet. That is good. It is. Uh, Did you need something? Yes, I was just making small talk. We would like to pass. Oh, we're not. We're going to Clark's first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. This is not at the gate. Yeah, no, he was literally just in the area. Okay, so you it. just walked up to a guard with a bone in your hand. Mason! Mason! What's going on, buddy? So say, uh, Got it. Sorry, my mistake. Ethier's um, much friendlier than the... Did I mean, you need something, or, um... Just wanted to say hello and make sure that you are alright. Yes, I'm fine. Very good. Have a wonderful evening. Uh, you too. I'll, I guess, walk back. Is he blushing a little bit? That was this guy? <laughs> no, he looks, like, confused as fuck. 
because that really stands out to him as a person who doesn't usually walk up to people and say yeah, hello. I, the only he just walked up and yeah. said hello. I thought that we were either like passing them or. No, no, I said that they were just in the area. They did not look like they were really paying attention to you. Okay, that's my mistake then. I I would not have done that if we were not at the gate. It's all good. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, And then we make our way towards the Pawn Man in the southwest of the slums north. Mm -hmm. You can see that the door is, you know, still shut. It has lights on inside. As though illuminated by lanterns. And we're, I'm assuming, approaching Rhetor. Are you concluding your wild shape? Or are you remaining an ox as we approach the building? Probably not a good idea. To remain an ox? Yeah. Or... You'd be an ox in a pawn shop. <laughs> and she doesn't have to come inside. Correct. Mm. It's up to you. Mm. She can be an ox that's waiting outside. Someone might attempt to steal her, so that's probably not a good idea. I could end pretty funny, though. It's good. I'll turn back her. into a person. Alternatively, but... we could offer to sell her. And <laughs> she saved your life, Nesrin. Wait, let me finish, friends. <laughs> I'm going to conclude. She can conclude wild her shape. wild shape and sneak away, and we've left with their money already. I would not Why like to deceive Why are you the most Clark? evil paladin on earth? Are you earth? a paladin? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm helping. I am... We are. We need money. I am. Do not think that word means what you think it means. I am very much (laughs) considering my opinions here. I'm gonna take a step away from Nesbrin. I saved you. (laughs) I want you to understand that. I didn't mean that as a um. We would. I didn't say I was gonna sell you into slavery. I was saying we should fake sell you into slavery. That is now the just for the money. I'm gonna turn away from Nesbrim and walk into the pond. Okay. I'll just kind of mutter under my breath. Perhaps I will not help you across the river. Mm -hmm. Walk in. Okay. I'm just gonna stand there. All my friends mad at me. Yep. Are you entering the pond, man? Yeah, I'll walk in behind him. Are you entering inside of the pond, man? Yeah. I mean, the whole point was so the Madeline have to walk around without shoes on. Okay. So So, yeah, I would say that someone would, you know, remove Sister Madeline before you conclude your wild shape. Yep. (laughs) Nope. Just on her shoulders. Still very tired, still very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you're leading her inside of the pawn man. Okay. So you guys all step inside, and you can see that Clark is, you know, kind of looks as though he's closing up. It looks as though he's still open, because as I said, the lanterns are still lit on his walls, and he just turns and looks at all of you. Oh, um, all right. Uh, did you... You're back? Uh, yes, Clark. Um, we just needed to procure some shoes. Uh... We have someone here with us that uh, went out into the night. She is very confused. What is Sister Madeline doing here? Yes, that yes. is the girl I am speaking <laughs> yes. of. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure if you'd met. She has been ill lately, and uh, oh. we were leaving the orphanage, and we found her out in the snow. Um, we wanted to make sure that she has something to wear, so that way she does not freeze to death. Not that we are going to leave her out here, but... We were afraid that if we brought her back to the orphanage... In her current state, that perhaps she would come back out into the snow all on her own. Do you need her kept somewhere? I do not suppose that uh, you know somewhere that she could stay while she recovers. I do. Where might that be? Oh, it depends on, um. Well. Depends on the state of our friendship. You can speak plainly with me. 
I could offer her uh, protections and uh, I suppose a bit of a, a safe place to stay hidden away for a time for a price I would guarantee her safety though of course what would it's... it cost how long are you thinking I'll just look over to Yalumlo we could attempt to bring Corin here Yes, that is my thought as well it might not be good to try to have her travel all that way through the gate but Corrin may not want to come into this district again. Um, Perhaps not. What would be cheaper, shoes or protection? I assume shoes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I also... <laughs> Maybe not. I, the, I'm afraid the protection she needs may very well be from herself. I've uh, dealt with things of that nature before. You Bit have of ropes... Things of that nature, yeah. Run a tight shop here. How do I feel about this proposition from Clark? Uh, I based mean, on our friendship and based on this your conversation. Based on your friendship, you are aware that Clark offers um, unorthodox services that most other people do not really um, find civil. At all times, but you know you've you've known Clark for a little while, and Clark seems like a pretty good man. Clark just offers things that he calls protection. For a pub, she she's a public figure of sorts in this area, is she not? Yes, parading her about the city perhaps would not be smart. I would agree. I don't know if keeping her in solitude would be smart either. Perhaps we could ask her opinion. How does she seem to be responding? Is she just kind of she's absent-minded, right not remotely paying attention. It almost Great. looks as though oh, she's looking goodness. out the window towards the burnt home, right where Ethier uh, had picked previously up the scarred hand. I think even if we were to take her to see Corrin and set her up in a room she would probably just run off in the night anyway I think this is the only option that we have What would you require as payment? Again, uh, how long are you thinking? Just a day? Uh, ideally it would be no more than a day For um a woman I feel as indebted to as Madeline, I would uh, cut the price. I would offer her the single night for only two gold. This is very generous of you. She's a quite kind lady and treated me well. Two gold. I think now's the time where we say, how much money do we all have? Yep. <laughs> Two gold is um substantial amount. Two gold between between five, five. people. <laughs> five <of them. laughs> you have no money, right? Not none. Mostly but, none. Yeah. Buck, Buck don't really know you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. This isn't. This Buck isn't has literally known you guys for 
a few hours. A few hours. <laughs> and it's you been an interesting few hours. I'm still down. <laughs> you still a little bit drunk? Actually, yeah. Do you have anything to drink in here? Uh. I hear he has outstanding debts, so I don't know if. Uh, interesting. Hey, but it's outstanding. Though. <laughs> I do like the cut of your chip. Uh, I do. Okay. Are you just looking for ales? Uh, something a little stronger, if you don't, if you got it. Oh, liquor. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yes, I've got uh, bottles of my own moonshines. Okay. Can I see you're still not not trying to insult you? I'm sorry, but no. Yeah, I don't know. I almost went blind one time, so I'm just gonna not. With the moonshine, to be honest. Fair enough. Thanks, so. You're quite welcome. Um, Yalumlo, have you had Clark's moonshine before? I'm not here to talk about moonshine. (laughs) 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 I believe we were discussing. (laughs) That was my little tangent. You don't have to jump on it. I believe we were discussing whether or not we could afford clerk services for the day. Oh my god. Uh, if you think money is the issue, oh. I would hold her and you could hold pay three tomorrow. Ooh. I would prefer to pay two now. Do not think there will be any issue in affording it. I'm just have... making sure that my friend Nesgrim here owns up his cut. Quite fair. That we could split the cost. And I will pull out half a gold, so five silver. Five silver. I'll pull out five silver as well. I pull out five silver and also ask for a shot of moonshine. You want the moonshine? I want the moonshine. Do you just want a shot or do you want a bottle? Yes, a bottle. Bottle. How much are they? Uh, The bottles are four silver a pop. Never mind. (laughs) Hard pass. (laughs) Um. Does Ritor have five silver? Okay, yeah, I do. So, <laughs> in, I don't think we've discussed this. How mm-hmm. are we doing money as far as like gold, silver, cop? Like, we does bring having it up however, like, but does having one gold mean that I have? I mean, he, he's a business owner. Yeah, okay. you would be able to get change okay. if you have I'd, a gold. Yeah, I have a gold. Okay, so I'll. So he'll give you five silver back. So the five silver from Nesgrim, he would just hand to you. Uh, And I'm going to uh, pass him an additional gold. Uh, Clark, if we do not return tomorrow, perhaps you could consider this payment for seeing her safely back to the orphanage? I would assume if you are not back tomorrow um, that I would do that and also consult with Corrin to see if there is anything that, should you not make it, um, that if a letter could reach him and he might be able to provide some comfort for her. Perhaps. I would appreciate whatever it is that you would be able to do. Of course. I do believe that you will take care of her. She will be well taken care of. Were we meant to tell him something? Thank you very much. Of course, friends. Weren't we meant to give him a message from Corin? Uh, he didn't ask us to deliver a message. Was it just sorry? I think it might have been... 
I will tell you yes. That's Corin had said. If you see Clark again, tell him I am sorry. Okay. Because he, he was blames himself for right, his, his dad, right. his father's. Mm-hmm. It's up to you guys if you want to say that. I've put my foot in my mouth enough tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Um, we did speak with Corin as well. You found the man. We did, yes. Uh, he he did ask us to tell you he was sorry. Sorry. Oh. It was never his fault. He... I'm sure he will continue to blame himself. This is just the kind of man he is. Um, but thank you. You're welcome. He, uh, I believe, shall in time find that he is not just worthy of forgiveness, but worthy of um, acceptance as well. I do hope that is true. He's been kind to us so far. Kind man. And he just kind of extends his hand out towards Madeline. Ah, Sister Madeline. Yes, yes, yes. Once more. With me. And she just kind of looks over. Clark! Oh, you've grown. (laughs) I have, sister. (laughs) I have. And she just kind of like walks over towards him. And, um, how are you? And he just looks up at her, you know, because he's still kind of like leaning on his chair. Um, I'm doing all right, sister. Uh, follow me. Have a good evening. Uh, please just close the door on your way out. Of course. We will. Thank you again. Mm -hmm. You watch as he leads her towards his back room. All right. Opens the door goes inside with her. Cool. Did you conclude your wild shape then? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> yes, awesome. I've been an ox this whole time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> did, did she just take your coat? Oh, oh, yeah, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Doors closed. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Hey, I need that. Oh my god. And you just, after a moment, you hear Clark's voice echoing out. What did you need? Uh, my coat. Yeah, we, we were using it to keep her warm. Oh, this is yours. Yeah. And you hear the door just kind of open. You can see that into this back room, it's obviously his storage room, but you can see as well, there is an open cellar hatch. And he just kind of extends through the open frame of the door. Uh, thank you very much for helping her. Yeah, thank you. Of course. He closes the door. Nothing more to read the, into there. You just hear, like, the hatch just kind of close. <laughs> Yolumlo, you've been here before... To the pond man? Yes. Yes? And I, we were here together? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe when I'm we walked in, I... Yeah, yes, we need to get this guy to car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so you're quite he's familiar. Just, uh, like is there song. another entrance to the basement, or is that the only one that you're aware of? Is Why there... would I know? <laughs> he has no idea. I'm yeah, going I mean... to walk away from this. <laughs> <laughs> back, back out outside. into the big cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I just pat as It's okay. <laughs> We will get you some help. <laughs> You're tired. The inn had an external basement, so I was thinking, you know. Yes, I, same I thing. think Clark probably wants to keep this a secret. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. For protection. So don't talk about it. Didn't plan on it. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so do we go towards the gates to Slums West? 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. No longer a Nox. Yeah. Uh, so as we go over towards the gates to Slums West, uh, you see that there is a short woman. Uh, looks pretty young. Uh, short, pixie-cut ginger hair. Uh, lots of freckles. Cute. Blue eyes, beige skin. Yeah. Uh, she's wearing chain mail, and you can see that she's just kind of standing there looking up at the night sky with her hands on her hips. And as you all are approaching her, she just looks in your general direction. Oh, um... Pretty big uh, group. Yes, well, it is dangerous to travel alone. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> Take it this. is. <laughs> it is kidding. much safer to travel in a group. Of course, if safety's of concern, absolutely. It is slums north, after all. I like it here. And nighttime. She's spunky. I chose the night, yes. Yes, well, fair enough. I'm sure that you know how it is, at least. I'm going to look up at the sky like she was. Mm-hmm. With my hands on my hips. Mm-hmm. And your pass is gone. <laughs> 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 I'm so proud of me! <laughs> with your hands on your hips, you say. <laughs> so yeah, you just kind of, like, look up at the, you know, Like, I saw her energy sky. doing it, and mm-hmm. I was like... Mm-hmm. Let's see what she's looking at. <laughs> so she just kind of like looks at you, looks up at the sky, looks at you. You're being cheeky. I just wanted to see what was up there. Stars. I gathered that, thank you. Yes, the yes. usual. I mean, they're <laughs> a bit, know. they don't always look the same. Let me apologize for my friend here. <laughs> they, are, they are new to the city and are... New to the stars? Well, just to the city, but she did live in the woods before. (laughs) She's not seen stars. Never before. before. (laughs) Well, you're in for a treat. I'm a star. You don't say. Is that your name? No, not remotely. Okay, that's what yours. Okay. (laughs) What kind of star are you? And you watch as she just kind of reaches towards her bag. Uh, we just got hosted for 506 viewers. Wow. Oh. Hi. Very good. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much for the host. What Thanks. a fantastic opportunity for this lady who's a guard and pulls out, what, six She's a star. juggling <laughs> balls. And you see that along the lines of her knuckles, she has bronze knuckles. And these metal balls clang against her knuckles mm-hmm. in her hands. Would you like for a trick? I grab my pass. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a trick? I used I... to be quite famous back home. Sh- sure. Where are you from? Endemar. Have I heard of that place? Is yes. That... You've heard of it through passing travelers who have journeyed through your woods. You okay. have obviously never been there. Though. Okay. But you just know it is a large, boisterous city known for its artisans and other people of beautiful crafts. So as she extends these, you can mm-hmm. see that they're all rainbow colors. So literally think Roy G. Biv in her hands. I am delighted. Yes. <laughs> Each one looks as though it's about the size of a little bit grander than a golf ball. Think more like a lacrosse ball. Yeah. So she's able to get three <laughs> in each hand. Uh, before she starts doing anything, I... I would love to see the trick, but I I do believe I need to be continuing on my way this evening. I do apologize. 
you do not mind if I go through and I will show her my pass? Not remotely. And she just, with them still in her hand, kind of like gripping between fingers and then gripping with her thumb, she just wraps her wrist around the lever and pulls the lever and you watch as that, you know, uh, palisade kind of elevates for you. Yes, thank you. Sure. Um, well, I guess if everyone's just going to leave the show, there's no point in entertaining today. Um, vis- um, visibly, visibly upset of, and distraught. Yeah. Rain check. Rain, Rain check. check. Yes, we would love to come back and see your show again. Tonight is unfortunately not the best time. Not the best time for entertainment. Uh, not at the moment. I am very sorry. That's fine. I suppose that things in, you know, rare form in Oshwamp are just fine to pass by. Have a lovely evening, all of you. When will you be here again? Why? Why did we... When will I be here again? Yes. Not your concern. Have a lovely evening. Oh, man! (laughs) Gonna schedule a day to come back, but fine. No, thank you. (laughs) Why did you do... I was not dismissing all of you. I dismissed myself. Correct. John dismissed all of you. I'm not one much for shows. I just don't want to get trapped in this district. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's fine. You'll find other forms of entertainment, I'm sure. Great. Good luck. Sure will. Where we go, then? And she just kind of slowly places all of them back in her bags and just gestures open-handed towards the pass. Hurry along if you would like passage. Ago. Of course, oh, I'm already very, on my way walking. Very away. sadly. Yes. Here so, we go. I mean, you walk through the passageway back towards Slums West. You find yourself in the northeast corner once more. Uh, in terms of the north, uh, the west guard. So, Yalumlo, you would be the first person who arrives at the entrance back towards Slums West. You can see that it is a tall, older-looking guy, uh, salt and pepper, black hair. Uh, You can see that as he turns to greet you, same kind of matching in his full beard. Looks like it extends a little bit down into the middle portion of his neck. You can see that he's a little chunky, like a large protruding belly, kind of breaks out towards the lower part of where his breastplate ends as though it's engorged and not really well-strapped and secured any longer jacked as shit <laughs> enormous arms um, like a charcoal color kind of darker skin and he just looks over towards you and he points like a finger in your direction hey you me you what about me and I'm going to show him my path <laughs> alright <laughs> alright I know what you're doing you know what I'm doing trying to get through that is exactly what I am doing. It is a gate. It is. And you watch as he just kind of like hiccups lightly and reaches over and grabs the lever. I like this guy. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. <laughs> of course, I did not catch your name, friend. What? I did not catch your name. Ah, uh, Leonard? Leonard. Yes, I will not tell anyone. All right. <laughs> I, I do not suppose you happen to know the name of the woman working the other end of the gate at this hour? Oh, uh, North Lady. Yes. As Jen. Jen. Jen she's, hates she's us. Angry. She's angry. Yeah. Why is that? We were almost on her good. Uh. I'm the juggler. She likes when it's bad. 
very well. But it's real rough out. She's, uh, and he just kind of, like, holds his hands up, and he just kind of brings his knuckles together, and you hear them loudly, like, crack. Yes. As they meet. I got that impression. Good at her shit, though. Yeah. Really good at her shit. Which, I don't want to fight her. shit is that? The, Shh. The... Yeah. You do not know anything about this juggling show that she puts on? Juggling? Yes. <laughs> no. Very well. Juggle? That is what it seemed to be, yes? Yeah, it was real unprofessional. Uh, Have they caught up to me now? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen her juggle. She was holding a lot of balls in her hands. That is quite the sentence. <laughs> oh, I don't think we've caught up yet. Perhaps we no, have. I, no, we, yeah, yeah, we, have. we just yeah. asked, yes. Okay. No, she doesn't... She doesn't juggle. What does she do with the balls she holds? You'll have to see. <laughs> it's the funniest shit in the world. She won't let us now. Oh, yes. What is no. it exactly? She was I, said, yeah, I can't tell you. Great. She'll get so mad. Oh, well... She'll hit me. We will oh, not tell her. Please. I'm already not telling <laughs> about our previous interaction. Previous interaction? Yes. You told me not to tell anyone. Oh, yeah. Yes, and I will not, so... All right. You can trust me. So we will never mention anything about this to anyone. What? Uh, what? What is it the gin does with the balls? Oh, dude, the balls. Yes. <laughs> so she she throws them and she catches them. <laughs> That's so, what juggling is, man. It's what? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's juggling. Does she do it one after another? You mean... Yeah, dude, it's like the craziest thing. <laughs> I, I pull out I pull the, the, some bones and start throwing them up in the air and trying to catch them. Like, a gold, you drop them. A gold, a gold you drop them. Okay, I'm trying to juggle the bones. Do you have a gold? Don't, don't. I, I'm, I'm not going to bet... What? I am not a practiced juggler. What do you mean? How about if I drop them, nothing happens, but if I don't, you give me a gold. No, why would I do that? <laughs> I will it's give the worst gamble. How about this? <laughs> I will give you something that I have made. I don't want that. Okay. <laughs> I why just, would I want anything you make? What do you even make? I just thought you would want something special. No. I mean gen money. Gen you have money? I don't have money, no. What's in your bag? Bones. You gotta go. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's kind of the plan. This has right. been a very enlightening experience. Thanks. Anna. I learned juggling. Yes. <laughs> I gotta ask her about it now. You should try yes. to teach yourself how to do it. Juggle? Uh, yeah. Leonard. Yeah. When is Jen on shift here? Oh, she's night guard. Is she night guard at this hour every evening? Not every evening, no. You do not happen to know her schedule? I don't really go in Slums North. That shit sucks. Yes, but you it's do that dangerous, she was dude. People get stabbed. Yes. What kind of guard are you? Guard? Are you? Not- yeah. Guard. <laughs> <laughs> dude, know it's been a long day. Doesn't know he's a guard. Does he have, like, alcohol smell in his Yes. <laughs> so since you're in his area, he smells like straight bourbon. Like, mm. it feels like gasoline as it hits your face. You right, box it home. <laughs> I love this man. Be in a sharing mood. <laughs> Catching that contact. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get back to the bar. I mean, Wait, uh, the doctor. Are you going to the bar? 
Maybe. <laughs> Dude. When? <laughs> Dude. When do you get off shift? Uh, midnight. Oof. Uh, what time is it about? Like 9, 10-ish p.m. Oh, uh, yeah. Meet me there in this side of town. The, um, what was it called? Growlers? Growlers. Yeah. You, you like growlers? Yeah. Dude, I love growlers. All right. I'll meet that you there at midnight. That so good. <laughs> do you know what she puts in it? No. What does she put in it? I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's a secret recipe I've heard. Yeah, like spices. <laughs> yes. I'm it's gonna crazy. Whisper quietly to myself. It's probably dirt. <laughs> <laughs> do we hear Nesgrim say it's probably dirt under his breath? Everyone roll for perception. You guys can roll for perception. <laughs> do I get disadvantage oh, on I that stuff roll? No. Okay. Uh, I rolled a no, one. I didn't hear him. Uh, fuck yeah, I heard him. 19? Yeah, so 21, baby. Him. You guys hear him whisper. 18 without bonus. Yeah, so you guys hear him whispering it. I didn't hear anything. Nesgrim, stop. Stop what? You know. If you guys ever find out what she puts in it, oh man, you will be the first to know. Really? I'm. I am in the business of keeping us. secrets, as you are aware. Hmm? Luna would yeah. us. I do not think not it would be beneficial it. to me to share her <laughs> secrets with you. Yeah. This guy's not gonna remember yes. anything. Yeah. Yes. Herbs. And spices. Probably. Spices. Spices. <laughs> Lay off and Whatever she nicest. puts in it, it's yes. so good. <laughs> Perhaps 11 of them? She's mm. not a colonel. <laughs> you don't know? Dude. <laughs> Do you think she's a colonel? Maybe she juggles, too. Wait, what's juggling? <laughs> Maybe she tosses the spices up and catches them and then puts them into the drink. Oh, that no, be. that's probably how she shakes the drinks. Probably, yes, I, I think so. Yeah. Were we not in a rush? What are you guys doing? Uh, what is passing? We're passing going through. drinking. Yeah, yes. midnight. Yeah, let's go. Later. Not right now. You still gotta work. <laughs> Leonard, it would probably be in your best interest to finish your shift first. <laughs> then oh, you can't yeah. get paid. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I need money. And then yes, you can you buy do need money to later. Wait, 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 a gold and you drop your stuff. No, we mm. said that you that owe was me the gold. The, we said that was not the deal. I thought you dropped your stuff. No, I did not. I did not see him drop his Wait, stuff. Wait, do I owe you a gold? I think yes. perhaps you no. owe me a gold. Uh, <laughs> no, Ryan. You no, sure I, do. I'm not. What? I juggled for you. I showed you my... I'm going to start, for you. I'm gonna start walking for towards... <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move on. I'm going to start walking towards Growlers. <laughs> oh, damn it, a six. <laughs> I mean, he's real drunk. <laughs> no, damn. Dude. Did you add your... Not cool. Yeah, I only have a plus one for deception. I don't get it. <laughs> what we about persuasion? I thought we were friends. No, we are friends. So friends, then you owe me the gold. Friends play jokes on no, each but other. I did, not, a joke. I did not drop Dude, them. that's funny. Yes, it was funny. Thank you. And this has been very fun, but we must be on our way. All right, I'll see you guys yes, later. Perhaps yeah. you will see Growlers. us later at Growlers. Growlers. Yeah. Later tonight. Yes. Be right there as soon as I'm done. I'll, I just got to close this gate. <laughs> very well. <laughs> see you later, later. Dude, it's going to take hours. <laughs> And he just, like, fumbles for it, and you watch as he just misses the leather for a second. It's like, oh. Wow. Juggling. Can I That's close what it's the, called. Can I close the gate? <laughs> you just want to grab the lever for him? No. It's... Dude, you should be a guard. You're so good at this. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not giving you my, my shift that's, pay, though. That's okay. okay. How much do you get paid for your shift? For, like, the whole day? Yeah. Like twenty gold a day. What? That's not a bear. <laughs> guard. Wait, Tora wants to be a guard. Please. As a bear. <laughs> Imagine the bear guard. You've she heard protect. of night guard. Protect. 
she guard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna rummage around in my stuff and pull out a piece of bone jewelry and offer it to him. Uh, for you as a token of our friendship. It is yeah. Jewelry that I dude, make. I can. And he grabs. It. I can totally pawn this. Thanks, man. You could choose to do that. I have offered you a token of friendship. If you choose to sell it for money, that is up to you. Yeah, dude, money's the best kind of friend. I understand. <laughs> I can get a drink for that. You are dude, very midnight. Welcome. Midnight. I'll see you there. <laughs> All right. What's your name? Buck. All right. Gotta go look for Buck. I'm easy to spot. Dude, you are. He's not hard to miss. Do you juggle? No. Are okay. you sure? Have you, you could tried? Try. Have you, you tried? tried? I could. And you but just I watch as he just kind of like gruffly hiccups and looks as the. Ugh. I'm going to start walking yep. away. Oh man, I need a Actually, drink. I <laughs> he just grabs this flask from his pocket. It's like a canteen. And he just. Ugh. Dude, is it midnight? Yeah, about Not 10 yet. o'clock. I'm Not already yet. walking away. I'm All right. Alright. You walked. have a good night. That's fine. See you and in a couple just, hours, man. You just watch as he just kind of lumbers over to the wall and sits with his back against it just in the snow. Just like his head in his hands, just juggling. <laughs> Why didn't she ever tell me? As we're walking oh. away, I'll say, Alright, Lawrence. Or Lawrence, right? That was his Leonard. Name. Leonard. Leonard. Damn. That's See you tomorrow night. Nah, dude. Yeah. You're not going to be here tomorrow night? Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow night. You're not going to be at this gate? Oh, uh, no, I will. Great. See you tomorrow night. See ya. What day's today? <laughs> <laughs> juggling. Juggling, dude. Juggling. Oh, what my the God. Fuck? That's such a I good name I love that we didn't have time it. to watch this woman juggle, but we <laughs> had time to yeah. talk <laughs> about it for half an hour. <laughs> and yep. demonstrate what juggling is to someone who doesn't know. <laughs> to, to be completely fair, I didn't think that Leonard was going to charge me to watch him talk about juggling. <laughs> But I did think that she was going to ask me for money after, after I watched. I, jo- yes. I, was going I figured to she was just trying money. to distract us mm-hmm. so someone else could rob us. Mm-hmm. Either way, I wanted no part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we head over towards Growlers. So we yes. walk along the eastern side of the wall. Wait, here. I thought we were going to Corinth. He's at Growlers. He's at Growlers. Oh, he is. Right, okay. Cool. Yeah. So we head back towards Growlers. We go down the alleyway to where we know the passage to his door is. You're inside the alleyway. You see the large, simple wooden door that marks the descent into Corinth that you are familiar with. So you knock and you hear it kind of echo loudly. About a moment goes by. You don't really hear anything at first. And then after that moment, you hear the lower door open. And you hear the heavy thudding footsteps. And then the door opens. And you see Corin just kind of like confusedly looking out at you. I think he needs help. Again. Um, yes, uh, if you could help me, that would be great. I feel very weak. And he just stares at you and then inhales deeply through his nose. <laughs> yes, you need a lot of help. That is a... Yes. A fair evaluation of Nesgrim? <laughs> yes. More than perhaps is, is visually apparent or understood as well. Were you followed? Yes. Oh shit, were we followed? Uh, I roll, we rolled pretty high on our perceptions, didn't we? I'm gonna look up and down the alley and make sure that it wasn't followed. You don't see anybody in the alley as you kind of just, you know, cast your gaze very quickly up and down it. You don't see anyone in the area. I don't believe so. Um, alright. We 
we kept our eyes out for people and did not see anyone. Fair. Uh, forgive the appearance, it's undergone some changes. Hurry along. What? And he just kind of opens the door slightly a little bit more and just yep. beckons down towards the stairs. Trot in. Yep. yep. You guys go down towards the second door and you open the second door. So you can see that there are these kind of like hastily thrown rugs like on the ground here. <laughs> he redecorated. Dad. Dad, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> oh my god. What a good dad. What if we ever have company? I don't care. She went from rags to rugs. Correct. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, and you can see just at that small circular table in the corner, you see Mary Bell just kind of sitting, looking at one of the notebooks that belonged to Corin, and she just looks over at you. Ah, uh, you guys are from the orphanage. Yes, yeah? Good evening, Mary Bell. Yes. Hey, you guys, why are you here? We're friends with. What's your dad? Diablo. <laughs> We are Mr. Corin? Yes. yes. We are here to yes. see the doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Yes. Of course. And you just hear his lumbering footsteps as he returns and just kind of stands in the door frame behind all of you. Great. Turn uh, around and face him. Yeah. Yes, it's... Um, I'm going to point to Nesgrim's neck. Yeah. So, yeah. As, again, as you're, really necessary. as you're in here, also, you can see that on the walls covering over the infernal writing are like these... <laughs> Hastily thrown tapestries <laughs> that look just like rugs that are nailed into, like, with big stake like nails covering over them. Yeah, it was really gross in here. I don't remotely know what he was thinking when he chose this place. Yeah. Interesting. Sometimes you just let your space go, you know? Mm. It was chosen for me, Mary Bell. Okay. <laughs> uh, Is yes, she still like I need other? help. Yes, yeah. you're going to need something, um,. Quite special to handle your situation. What situation am I in? Look at me. <laughs> yes. Now look at yourself. Now look back at me. Things are getting cold, I would say. Do I feel cold? I mean, slightly, okay. not horrifically. Yes. I'm in a basement, so. Mm -hmm. um, and he just kind of points over towards the coffin. Not the coffin. Okay. <laughs> the <laughs> dirt in the corner of the room. Uh, I think it is best if you take a rest in the soil. Oh. Um, I, why? He's Doctor's had, orders, man. Do it. He's had bad experiences with the soil already. Yes, you remember the, the first coughing. time I came Indeed. Earlier today, I think it was. Yes, this is yesterday. Perhaps you could tell us more about his condition before he lies down. I think it would be comforting to him to know Why? what he might undergo. Or, or perhaps it might not be comforting. <laughs> I think it would be best if Nesgrim knew. Okay. At least then he will be able to make his own choices. That is fair. I am simply concerned. You smell... Terrible. Like I do, and I'm gonna like, kind of like <laughs> smell this <laughs> girl. Like 
Uh, yeah, so there's kind of like a, a, a slightly putrid odor kind of emanating out from the wound of Nesgrim. So it's not the entirety of him, but you can smell that it's kind of concentrated in that area, but slightly beginning to emanate out from him. Does Corrin smell like that? Corrin does not. <laughs> and how do you smell? With my nose, silly. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Got it. When, right. I, when I had a nose and walked the earth. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> just that, that's all. I take great care in covering up my odor. And I have made great efforts to do so regularly whenever I choose to. And he just kind of beckons towards the door. Go out beyond my sanctuary. Um, okay. How will laying in the dirt help me? It's less that it will help you and more that it will prevent what is happening. I walk over to the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Into Corrin's mind. Mm? What exactly is it that is happening? Um, I do not wish to alarm Nesgrim, but... I fear the transformation that prevented my uh, absence in whatever this life may be could be happening to your friend here. Uh, oh shit, that explains Do you believe that he will live beyond this? I do not think he will become like me. The fact that he walks now gives me hope. Yes. Uh, I do not know if you will want to speak of this in front of Maribel, but we did find the passage beneath the chapel at the orphanage, and uh, I think that perhaps there are some things that you would be interested in knowing about to involve some of the names that you have found in the burned homes in Slums North. Indeed. Ah, Maribel. And she just kind of looks over at him very quickly, and he just maintains eye contact with her for a moment and then just holds out his hand and says sleep child and she has to make voice and save throw <laughs> she's going right the fuck to bed <laughs> she just <laughs> as a parent that's a really convenient spell to have oh, that'd be great mm-hmm. you were saying uh, Ether, perhaps you could um, uh, yes recite the verse and show him the you wrote it down, perhaps don't uh, recite yes, it. Yes, perhaps I will not recite it. I will just show him <laughs> yes, the incantations. Maybe that is for the best. I don't really wish to ever say those words again. I I might pick yes, out well. words and not to mention them, like city, perhaps. <laughs> uh, vines. Vines, yeah, that too. Catacombs. Um, we saw this. <laughs> well, bo- I have to say bones, so. Maybe if we each say every other word. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely how you summon something. That's that's a ritual. You or ready? perhaps hold on. In went no. Okay. Uh, I will pull out the um, parchment, the parchment that you wrote. The uh, yes, and hand that to Corin. Okay. Yep. Uh, we saw this written on a statue in 
the place below the chapel. What? Uh, what is this place? A cathedral. Yes, it appears to be an old cathedral. A lot of gold and tapestries and large mosaic paintings. One of which happened to look like Oshwamp from the outside. The walls, and there was smoke in the in the sky. Perhaps that's uh, where this happened. A gesture to. And who was it that did this to him? Amber. Amber. Show him. Ether. <laughs> well, show um, him. I just pull out her head, I guess. <laughs> yep. So you retrieve by not the... by the. I, I'm gonna show it some gently. Yeah, I'm gonna not like, just like. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna show it some uh, like respect. Care. Respect. Yes, I'm not gonna just Fair. pull her up by the hair. Yeah. So as you remove her head. He immediately, like, swiftly glides over towards it, and you watch as he grabs her lips and parts them, exposing her teeth and her fangs. And then he slightly, slowly closes them. I did not know what fate befell Amber when she left the orphanage. When... What happened to you that caused you to no longer walk as you once did? Do you remember anything? I know that you mentioned that you could hear a river, but you did not see anything. I experienced something similar when I attempted to view what happened to Amber. I was in a place where there was nothing except the sound of a river and Amber and she had something that I could not see that she plunged into her chest. And what did she say? She mentioned she was confused and concerned that I could not see the gift. The gift? Yes, and she began to recite those words very rapidly. I have never heard this before. And you said this marked this cathedral. Yes. On a statue in the cathedral of a, a woman on, on a horse. There were names. Yes. And some of the names that corresponded to the notes that you had taken. Indeed. When Amber fell, it seemed that the name Woe began to crumble on the wall. Well, judging by her appearance, I would say that you took care of that burden she for me. Also, she mentioned that uh, Isabel told her that the Awakened Ones... The Awakened Ones? Yes. She mentioned the Awakened Ones and that they were coming for her, that they sensed something in her. And when I spoke with her... For I, Amber. Yes. When I spoke with what I assume was her spirit, she mentioned that it was the year 8052, which it is not currently. No, I am aware. I am concerned that she has been like this for quite some time. I do not know. I was already 
as I am when Amber went missing. Uh, I do not suppose that you know how one makes sure that one such as yourself is gone. I mean, we have Amber's head, but Ethier was telling me that she seemed very much alive still. I could still hear her spirit in my head, reciting, chanting this poem. Ethier, yes. I do not suppose you would be willing to try again on her skull now. I Perhaps would, she is gone. I could try again, yes. If you would permit me once more, Corin, I could see if there is anything else that I can glean from her. Uh, yes, I do not mind. I witnessed you do this before. Yes. Go right ahead. Thank you. Okay. I'll pull out all my stuff and set it on the ground. Uh, I guess on one of the rugs, because I don't really want the dirt interfering with this ritual, uh, as I did before. Um, and set it all up. And okay. put her head in it. So you put her head in it once more. Yes. And you light the brazier. Okay. So... Your vision begins with you standing in an empty space. Same as before. Same as before. Okay. However, previously, she kind of appeared as though right in front of you. Yes. And now, you hear only the sound of weeping echoing out around you. You do not see a figure appear in your vision. You hear only weeping and then you hear what sounds like the word mother being muttered amidst the sounds of sobs. Okay. And I can't get a direction from it. It's just everywhere. Pervasive. It sounds okay. as though it is all around you. Okay. Yep. Um, all I hear is weeping and someone muttering the word mother. I cannot see anything. Did I still hear the river? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I hear the river as you described and as I have seen a great many times. But I could see nothing. I only heard the sounds of weeping from everywhere. A single voice crying and saying, Mother. Amber, uh... Amber did not know her mother. She grew up in the orphanage. I assume that she is referring to this mother mentioned in the poem, whose name I will not say for safety's sake. Indeed. Um, yes, she was raised in the orphanage. Uh, was she raised by Sister Madeline? Partly. Uh, Madeline still served under Isabel at the time, but Carolyn and Madeline and Isabel cared for her. What was the reason that Isabel stepped down? Or how did Isabel come to not be the mother of the orphanage again? She was offered position in the inner sanctum. She was called home. It appears so. And you said that you saw Isabel before you woke up as you are now? Uh, yes. You mean... Yes. After the gallows? After the gallows? Yes. I felt a 
chill. Perhaps she is partially to blame for your current state of being? I have assumed so, and that is why I am scouring through the orphanage, looking for possible guidance for where she may be now. I do not know her location, but I do think perhaps we know the location of somebody else you might be interested in. Who? I believe we know something more of what happened to your wife. Something more? Sister Madeline was with us when we entered the chapel beneath the chapel and when we returned uh, some of us allowed her to walk off on her own and when we went to leave the orphanage we found her out in the snow all right she claimed to be searching for her new place of rest at one of the homes that you indicated one of the burned ones one of the burned homes the one that corresponded with grief. She claimed that she was being called by Carolyn to be her partner. She was very insistent in going there and as we made our way out, she was staring that direction into the snow the entire time, drawn to it. We have left her with Clark so that way she cannot wander off on her own. We feared bringing her here would be too dangerous in her current state and prove to be difficult. Perhaps you could glean more information from her if we were to return to Clark. Although I do believe at least Nesgrim could use a rest. I do not suppose we could stay you may sleep here if you so choose, but I think it is time I pay my wife a visit. Okay. Um. Are you going to go this evening, or are you going to wait until tomorrow night? No, I will go now. I have waited quite long enough to find Carolyn. Do you need us to stay here with Marybelle? I would appreciate that for your friend as well. I recommend you gather from the soil maggots to I pull, a place. I pull the maggots out of my pocket. Clever girl. <laughs> They'll be of use for him now. You just had those sitting in your pocket? <laughs> yeah, I've had these for... I was gonna say a while. It's been, like, a day. Shouldn't they be flies by now? Or dead? Mm-hmm. I have dirt in there, too. Mm-hmm. For the maggots to survive in. So you believe that Nesgrim will be okay? Uh, yes. The... Any potential festering tissue will be consumed. And as long as he... Rests easily. He will awaken all right. 
I'll pour my maggots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now rest Sell easily. Sell me as an ox, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Thank you. Just if there is anything more that you can do for Madeline, it seems that she is very far gone. She devotes much of her energy to Sister Sabrina. Hey, yes, uh, as long as I knew her, Madeline was always quite the naive and innocent-minded woman. I fear that perhaps she will wake up like Amber if she continues on this path. Continues to search for her home. I will pay Clark a visit first and make sure that she stays with him. I will make sure she does not leave. We will stay here with Marybelle and await your return. I thank you for your help. Thank you all. Perhaps you should take Amber with you. I am not certain that it would be wise or safe to have her stay here. Unless there is something that I can do to make sure that she does not rise again. And he places his hand on the lid of the casket and unclenches the lock and flips the lid open. And you can see inside are about 50 skulls. I figured, yep, okay. <laughs> I thought she so. can join the rest. I'll just scoop her up and... <laughs> are you saying what I think you are saying? What do you mean? That those that reside in this casket... That they remain bound here? I have been hunting a long time. And he closes the lid. Are they all sisters? And he shuts the lock. No longer. They were? Not all of them, no. Okay. Many... I'm not saying I throw up, but <laughs> I have to fight it do all. Do a constitution saving throw. Yeah, do a con save. If you really feel like you have <laughs> yeah. to fight it off. I think that's okay. Um, 14. You're okay. Yeah. You kind of like, like in a... your throat, just like catch it though. Like my face kind of goes white. Yeah. Forgive the gruesomeness. Of my domain, but there are those in this city that do not deserve their head anymore. I am no stranger to ensuring that those who do not deserve life or afterlife get it. I I respect and understand what you do. I will deliver you more. Okay. And he grabs the handle of the door. That sounds fine. Into his mind before he goes. Mm -hmm. Perhaps when you return, we can discuss what all you know of these other names. Perhaps we can cleanse some of the rot from this city together. I'll tell you what I know. Thank you. And he opens the door and you watch as his figure ascends the stairs and disappears from your sight. And you're left 
standing here with uh, Nesgrim kind of laying in this bed of dirt maggots. I just imagine him like kind of up to here in mm-hmm. like in dirt. In dirt. Yep. <laughs> I'm also gonna collect more maggots and okay. just keep bringing them over to Nesgrim. I imagine that Corin would lock the top door. Correct. I'm gonna bar this bottom door. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna uh, plop down on a not dirt space next to this door. Not dirt and, RPG. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, not dirt RPG. <laughs> and, uh, hashtag not dirt RPG. Can we and, get a uh, hashtag not dirt RPG in the chat, please? Yes, please. Uh, and then I'm going to um, play back to rest. Very good. Everyone else want to take a rest? Yeah. Yes. Have I significant? Have I uh, adequately covered Nesgrim in maggots? Looks like they're really chomping away at whatever necrotic tissue is here. I'm gonna find a few more to put back in my jar. Very good. Put it. Yeah. That's. I'm glad I know that now. Mm-hmm. Get like a few extra. Like okay. last time it was just a sample. This is like a collection. Very good. Uh, enjoy your cleansing bath over there. Um, a dirt bath. It's a. I'm taking a dirt nap, but not a like dirt that. Nap, yes. But not like <laughs> that. That's good. That was uh, for the first hour of my rest, I'm going to focus intently on this blade. Very good. I'm going to just sit in a corner and I guess keep an eye on Mary Bell or Nesgrim? Ma- everyone. Just okay. the, I mean, I'm, I don't need to sleep. I'm yeah, you too meditating. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's something that I want to do before I sleep, but I'll hold it uh, till the next I episode mean, if you do want. It. Uh, I just I want to pull out those other skulls that I picked up and inspect them to see what I can learn about them, uh, as well as do my my thing sure. to get the the vision from sure. them. So you have two. Yes. Okay. Yep. So yeah, you have two skulls. So grab first brazier light. Yep. Pop the skull. In. I'm doing the other one first, not the river uh, one. Just the one where I just put my hand over it so I can try to see, to see its see last it. memory. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yes, you do last memory first. So first skull, place over. Uh, do you have enough charges? Uh, let me see. I think I have two more, so I should be good. Because you've already done twice today. Yeah, I have two more. Okay. So yeah, perfect. So first one, uh, you can see as you place your hands over the eyes of this skull as you fade into this vision for this memory of this creature, you see standing before you a large, about seven and a half to almost eight foot tall, pale green figure that looks comparable to the orcs in the mosaic, tusks protruding from it, and you can see that its eyes look sunken as though exhausted. You can see that it's breathing heavily as though it's clutching wounds on its chest you can see that in one hand that is not clutching its chest stands what looks like obviously what you would associate with one of the halberts from what you saw but you do not see the weapon sure you just see it kind of standing there shaking sighing and heaving (sighs) (sighs) and it just looks at you And it speaks a word you do not understand. Yeah. And it looks as though it 
begins to fall yeah. slightly. <sighs> and then it reaches for something on its side, like on its belt. And you can watch as it uncinches with one hand and reaches and pulls out gold coins. You see the gold coins. Interesting. I'm not fucking touching them. And you watch as its hand turns over. Oh, Shuhai. Wampu. And drops them. And your vision immediately cuts. Okay, well. (laughs) That's fucking terrifying. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck was that? Um, I'm reading. If you'll give me a moment. You're reading? Yes. Memories. It's like a book. That's interesting. Yes. You seem startled. Uh, Yeah, this is a... An orc skull. What did he say? I told him. <laughs> orc, 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 orc. orc. Uh, I, I am afraid I do not know. Um, he was very injured. His eyes were sunken in, and he had gold in his hand. And he turned his hand over and said, "Oshwai Wampu," and dropped it to the ground. And the vision ended abruptly. I am not certain what that was about, but uh, not not great. Very, very interesting. Another? I do have one more to read, yes. I do not suppose that I can look through the bags that you collected? Yes, of course. And I'm going to start going through those while he okay. goes into this other... Have a look in my sacks. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at my wares. This is my bone sack. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So we'll do the second vision, and then we'll do those. Uh, so you once more place your hand on this other skull. Yes. Okay. So you place your hand on this skull. You can see that this one looks very similar in terms of size and stature to the other orc. Now this one, as it's standing there, it doesn't have a halberd in its hand. It doesn't look like it's holding an object. It looks as though with two hands conjoined together in front of it staring at something. Like they're bound? No, not bound. Like holding a large either object or large quantity of something. You cannot see because its hands are so large and it is so tall. Its hands would be about your eyesight height. Okay, So since its fingers are up, it's blocking your perception of what is in its hands. And you just see this creature staring at whatever it is in its hands, shaking and again speaks several words in orcish that you can't even like make out because you've never seen these words before so it just sounds like guttural grunting to you and its hands begin to break apart and as they do you watch as gold coins fall Oh, Shuhai Wampu. And your vision concludes. I am beginning to think that perhaps they were in the mines, and there is some cursed ass gold in there. Uh, 
rascal. <laughs> I mean, perhaps I. Maybe that's why it's cursed. Uh, I am not sure, but uh, he said the same thing as the other orc before dropping it, and my vision ended abruptly. Perhaps. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is probably a sacrifice of some kind, an offering to some. What's in the packs, John? So you sacks. look in the other five. Uh, so roll percentage die. Uh, the other three of you, you may roll percentage dies as well, just so this way I can determine. Thirty-six. Fifty-four. Thirty-seven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, and then roll d20s. Why? Thirteen. What was it? Thirteen. Thirteen? Three. Five? Eight. All right. All right. Uh, so, DJ, you see a small, looks like necklace with a single, singular, like, green bead on the center. Okay. Uh, Sarah, you said five? Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, no. What is Get it? Get her. Get her. You see a thin wax candle sits alone with wax kind of like weeping down the side solidified Billy what was yours 13 uh, yeah 13 13 why did you laugh at that why was that funny all right you see a glowing white sword with a pale like white illumination so the blade looks like it's steel but it looks as though there is a thin ethereal white light illuminating out from it cool. uh, and then what was yours eight eight. You see a black cloak. Hmm. Looks in good condition. A little dirty, a little dusty, but a nice black cloak. Can so we do a heavy, quick de- thin. Heavy. Can we do a quick Looks a detect magic on those things? Yeah, I'm gonna pop my last spell slot before bed, detect magic. Yeah. Before bed. Same. Yeah, so I mean you can yeah. detect magic coming from each of these items. Uh, I will tell you each what yours is. Okay. Uh, Don, you have the Helm of Telepathy. Oh, yes! <laughs> I don't know what it does, but I can guess. Uh, Lawrence, Cloak of Protection. Billy. Always wear protection. The Moon Touch Sword. Cool. Uh, I will say that it is a short sword for you. Nice. Sarah, Thank you. you have the Candle of the Deep. <laughs> Uh, and you have the bead of refreshment. You don't need to drink anymore. It's so fitting. It's pretty good. That's actually the best thing you could have possibly got. It's the same. It really is. A little too late. Now that I mean, cured and hey, we're gonna go out in the fucking snow at some point. You're not gonna have to eat any of it for you water. You can drink all the dirt you want. <laughs> Damn! Just start shoveling it into it's your mouth. Genuinely the perfect That's so gift fucking for funny. Oh my god! It makes me very happy that that is what you just received. Oh, I love it. That's so funny. So, do we get to take a long rest now? 
You may take a long rest. It is the first long rest of the campaign. Uh, you've had one. I You I've, did the night you uh, had the dirt. The dirt tea. Yeah. You had a long rest. You woke up the next morning and fought Desiel. That's right. It was the next morning that I fought Desiel. I haven't had spell slots since then. That's mm-hmm. right. I know it's been a long time since I've had spell slots. Mm-hmm. <coughs> long time. Does anybody need healing before we rest? Well, I guess you probably won't need it. But. Nope. You guys will be good. Cool. And cool. my temporary hit points get back to maximum? Or temporary? They, or, or you mean your maximum <laughs> hit points? My your max. maximum hit points return to normal. Nice. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we will, in the morning, say that as you awaken, you see... Well, sorry. Actually, technically, the two of you are meditating. Yeah. So you two would be awake. So, in the state of your meditation, around six to seven hours later... So what would be effectively four o'clock or so in the morning, the door opens. Corin returns. And you see Corin standing there, clutching his chest and oh, his fuck. stomach, and you can see that there are gashes oh, no. in his face. What what have you done? And I thought my ex wife was bad. I'm gonna, can I get up in the middle of my meditation? I can be, like, awoken from that, right? Yeah. Well, you, after that much yeah. time, it would it's have concluded up. for you anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the two of you are standing here, and you see him open the door, holding his stomach, like, right below his diaphragm. I'll run over. I mean, I can't really hold him, but I'll tr- attempt to help him. Yeah. I'm also going to do so the So, as same the thing. two of you rush over towards him, and you see the blood, like, leaking out of his face, it looks slightly dry. They are coming. Who is coming? The sisters? Oh. I am. I'm gonna grab his arm and attempt to hold him up. I am so sorry. Children. I have failed you. And you feel him go limp in your hands. And we will conclude there. Why did you do this? <laughs> what? Corin, no. Rip Corin. No, no, Rip Corin. Everyone's favorite NPC. He can't no die. He's already safe. dead. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. That's true. That's well, a, you've given me a, a new task. Nesgrim, you're safe. <laughs> you're fine now. I don't <laughs> fucking care about I'm you. I'm no alive more. with full hit points. Wowzers. Well, guys, thank you very much for watching this evening. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Uh, Thank you again for the massive host uh, Mm -hmm. and for a bunch of you sticking around and watching. I hope you liked our content. Uh, We're live for D&D three to four times a week. We'll be live this week, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday um, for our uh, Princes of the Apocalypse campaign tomorrow for our Unearthed Arcanic version of the uh, Dragon of Ice Spire Peak on Friday and then the Homebrew campaign that I DM on Sunday, uh, all at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You can find out more about us on our website, notgreatrpg.com. We've got text recaps of all the campaigns, uh, and they all get put on YouTube as well as get turned into podcasts. So they're very easy to catch up on if you're if you're new and looking for, for more stuff to watch. We've got a lot of it out there. I um, think that's pretty much it. Make sure you follow so you can find us again. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys very much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow, you 6 p.m. Coming.
Bye, Bye everybody. Good night. Goodbye.